Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Warning. Broken simulation. Broken simulation. With Sam Tripoli. Welcome to Johnny Woodard Presents Broken Simulation, starring Johnny Woodard and his trusty distant, distant, distant sidekick slash possibly intern, Sammy T. Johnny, how are you? Uh, uh, we're going to have to work on your intros, intern, but uh, I'm okay. Johnny, are we still big in Vietnam, or have we fallen off? <laughs> uh, we're doing great in Vietnam, yeah. We're also have- doing well in Scandinavia, a couple countries there. Them bitches, dude. All about them bitches. That could be because our one listener, Casper, is uh, driving around. Constantly uh, he, moving yeah, around. Yeah, he could just be moving around and like waiting down the uh Casper, the you're G, dude. Thanks, brother. Casper's followed us from 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 podcast to podcast. I want to meet. I'd love to go over there and meet you. Yeah. Uh, Casper is our own Grateful Dead tour, right? He just <laughs> follows us like we're the fish, the band fish. Just and he's in the parking lot all the time, going, "Great show, guys!" He seems like a cool dude too. He does, and I love that he works out. And then, like, it's so f- interesting when I see him because I think he's American, and then occasionally he'll just do a. Uh, so you met him? No, like on Instagram. Oh, okay. I would like to meet him. I, I would. Too, yeah. I, he should come to America and hang out with us. For sure. And yeah, then he's I got would, that accent, right? Is that what you're gonna say? I would have him meet me in Miami and just watch his head <laughs> explode. That hot black <laughs> ass. I'm going to be in San Diego. It's an early show. I'm very excited about it. It's a 4 o'clock, 420 show in San Diego uh, with American Comedy Company. It's almost sold out. So grab your tickets if you still can. One show, Tim Black Comedy. Uh, come join What's us. What's that date? The 24th. 24th. And then the following week, we're doing three shows. A three-show run. We're doing uh, Dallas. We're doing a Tiffany Comedy Night. And then we're doing a, a Swarm Tank. And then we're going to do a uh, Oklahoma City show, too, as well. And that is a uh, 4 o'clock show as well. So just go to Sandrilly.com for all of my tickets, bro. All That's of my so tickets. Pretty. I just want to... You see my hands are here. Now look at the camera. It's zooming out. Off of you, I didn't touch it. Nobody touched it, and it started zooming. It's machine? still zooming out. Dude, that camera does that all the time. I don't know if it's something broken in it or something like that. Actually, both these cameras. I don't know if it's a defect known with this model of camera, but it's very creepy every time. Or I gotta, they're, I'm gonna have to go zoom they're back haunted in. cameras, Johnny. It could be, dude. It Johnny, really they are from spirits of productions past. Okay, what if this Look was like? What if this? This is haunted by that weird guy that's hanging in the back of the Wizard of Oz. You ever think about that, Johnny? Where the guy in the background, there's a guy hanging. Hanging? In the Wizard of Oz. Oh, I never saw that. Dude, Google that. You can see it. Really? Yeah. Like hanging by the neck? Like, yeah, he hung himself in the back of the Wizard of Oz. You've never seen that? Oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't know if I believe that's what that is. Johnny, why would they lie? Well, just look at it. I mean, look what it is. It doesn't look like... Does that look like somebody? I don't know what that is. Could be anything. Yeah, dude, that looks like a dead person. Or like the the ghost that's in your cameras, bro. Look at that. Dead hanging munchkin is what they say. Dude, dead hanging munchkin, dude. It's a creepy urban legend. That means it's not true. Yeah. Oh, come on, Johnny. I totally believe it's cool. 
Johnny, what is going on with Madonna? I don't know. Where, where are you getting that from? Have you seen her lately? My friend's like, Not really, no. this dude I know that's been on my show is like, look, Madonna's holding my book. And I want to be like, save your book. <laughs> Get it away from that weirdo. Like, she's full on weird. Like, Remember what you said about blue hair, dude? Oh, yeah. Look at that. Look at the blue, blue hair alert. Blue hair alert. Crazy ass blue hair alert. Now she's getting that weird puffy like cat lady cheeks. Where you just keep slicing and dicing, like it's over, bitch. And you had a great run. She got a grill in there. Look at this. Yeah, I mean, uh, like, dude, dude that's, that's somebody's what, mom. Your mom's got a gold grill. Are you worried you're gonna look like that when you start getting gold teeth put in? No, I really want one. I got called uh, dentist. I, uh, dude, I did, I did, I did drugs, and I lost this tooth right here, and I want to put a gold tooth in there. What? What? You didn't get like in. What were the options? They were like probably a root canal implant. Nope. Just pulled it out. Just pulled it on the gate. I still have it. Did they tell you it, like, they hey, say we it's can... a baby? They say it's still a kid's tooth. I'm like, what? I'm 47, bro. That's not a kid's tooth. That's so weird, huh? It is weird. It's almost like you had an extra tooth. But this tooth. thing looks like it's been through Nam, bro. Like oh. this. And that's no offense to our, our friends at Nam. No, Can no, I apologize no, no. to yes, them real yes, quick? Yes, yes. I, I can't believe to. I just compared. Especially uh, in this climate. Yeah, in this day and age that I compared my decay tooth to our wonderful listeners in the beautiful, beautiful country of Vietnam. Lovely country of Vietnam. Yes. What, so, would, what would you like to say? I'd like to say I did not mean anything about that. I know in this culture of Asian hate, that could come off as very disrespectful. I was just trying to find a term that comedians use, and it was wrong, and I love Vietnam. And I, I will plan to come and do comedy there and meet you and love you and hold you. Johnny, you better get right. We'll lose a, a okay. like a, a large portion of our listeners if you don't get this freaking right. You ready? Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Tôi không có ý gì về điều đó. Tôi biết trong văn hóa châu Á, sự ghét bỏ có thể trở thành sự thiếu tôn trọng. Tôi chỉ đang cố gắng tìm một thuật ngữ mà các diễn viên hài sử dụng. Nó chỉ là sai lầm. Tôi muốn đến đó để gặp bạn và giữ bạn. Sam Chipoli yêu tinh danh trong bộ thơ của mình. Tôi muốn nói thầm nó theo phong cách âm dương. I have a feeling you said some goat fucker shit in there. No, hold on. Let's listen to that part again. Let me see. If yeah, I... what'd you say there, Johnny? I don't. Let's see if you can make it out. If I just played that one little item that you seem concerned about. I don't know why. It was part of Sam Chipoli yêu tinh danh trong bát hâu của mình. <laughs> I don't even know what you, what you, you said. You didn't hear that one part? Here, yeah. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna cut out all the other parts except these two that you should be able to recognize. Sam Tripoli. Yeah, you should have heard the other one too. What is it? Johnny, you know, this might break the show up. Sam Chipoli bát hâu. Back home? But, but oh, you didn't hear that part. Yeah, oh, I just so love the way I'm she said I'm going to go there, meet my friends, and they're going to be uh, my friends' no, fans. they're going to think you like dick in the butthole. That's what they're going to think. But Johnny, ho. that went listen too to how far. She says, listen to how she says this. Butthole. <laughs> Johnny, that went but too ho. far. Butthole. <laughs> Johnny, but went ho. too far. Butthole. I but know ho. I'm the intern here, Johnny. Butthole. Johnny. I'm a, do, do we have human resources on this show? <laughs> but how? Uh, <laughs> Listen to how she says that. I just did 14 times. I wasn't in a good mood. Now I am. Oh, Let's see how she says this. This is just ridiculous. Oh, offensive. wow. Dude, okay. It didn't have a word 
for butthole. It just translated that directly. But I did butthole, cunt. And this is what it says. Hold on! What? It became a Vietnamese phrase. I went butthole, and she goes butthole. But then I do butthole cunt, and it translates to Vietnamese. So there's a phrase in Vietnamese, butthole cunt. What did you say about my butthole, Johnny? I just said Sam truly likes dick in the butthole. But where's the cunt part? I Come added up. that just to see what would, if it, she would go like cunt. Johnny, and now we've lost all the women of all the female listeners. Okay, let dude. me let's do a swap those back and see what mung lon means. Well, oh, butt cunt. So that's the thing. In Vietnamese, butt cunt. <laughs> Mung lung. Mung lung. Johnny, it's just... Mung lung. I won't lung. apologize to our female listeners. I will not apologize for anything. Johnny is just using words that are unnecessary. We're trying to learn Vietnamese. Johnny, just went. You're like the guy who like teaches a foreign exchange student nothing but swear words. It's really rude. Every that's everybody who learns the language. Anyways, like, Madonna's losing her, it. Oh, look at this! Creepy. Look at her! Look at that, dude! Look how this one in the top right. Look how creepy she is here. Yeah, and with that with that eye patch on, you're oh, like, what are you doing? No, this one, this one, this one. But Johnny, if you had a shot at it right now, would you take it? What if your fake girlfriend didn't know? It would have to be a layup. I mean, what? Oh, you mean she'd have to be like Johnny? You could hit it. It, it. She'd have to be begging. I mean, like Johnny hit it. And then I'd be like, okay, that's a story. <laughs> Whatever. I guess I could tell people about that. But then John, you got to be worried, dude. Johnny. I, I could totally see you raw dogging Madonna for sure. Well, I mean, she surely she's hit menopause by now, <laughs> unless she's got some weird fucking adrenochrome yeah, ovaries or something. Johnny, you're definitely not pulling out for sure. You're in it, dude. You just look right in the eyes like, look at whatever her. happens, happens. Like, what is she wearing here, dude? She looks like uh, something from La uh, Never Ending Story or something. Look at this. Yeah, you remember when she, you remember when she went and did like oh. the MTV Music Awards like way too late. She made like out with nobody Britney knew Spears. who she was. No, this was like twenty years after that. Almost like ten years after that, and they're like, "You suck," and she's like, "You're mean." Remember when the remember the, those awards used to be huge, dude? I when I was in oh, high school and so middle big. school, I was so excited to watch the MTV oh, yeah, Movie Awards dude. and the Music Awards. And then they just got lost, Nobody right? Was, and then like. I think up to about like ten, like I'd say like five years ago, they really fell off, right? Maybe, maybe even longer ago than that. Well, I mean, like really fell off, like because yeah. you would still see like thirty-five-year-olds going, "Dude, this award show sucks." It's like it's not for you anymore. Yeah. It's literally romper room at this point. It's meant for dumb kids. There were so many big moments. So I like I remember when uh, Steven Tyler and Run DMC came out and like tore down that thing and started playing. Uh, you know, walk this way. How old were you then? No, it was in the nineties. It was in the late nineties. Well, you, you watched like a rerun? No, of no, no, no. They they came. Uh, hold on. I'll tell you. It was like years after that song came out. Johnny, were you like ninety at four years old? Oh no. Okay, it was Kid Rock with Aerosmith and Run DMC. That's what it was, and it was nineteen ninety nine. So yeah, I was fourteen. Dude, how long? That was or so 13, long ago. 13. 22 years ago, the nineties, dude. I'm old, Johnny, and I'm going to tell you a story about how I know I'm old. Okay. 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 So, Chris Neff, who appeared on the show, by the way, we gave credit that Chris Neff was the first ever guest. He's not. Yeah. XG your, was. Maybe right? your brother, even. 
Oh, my brother was. Yeah. We're not talking right now. I'm very upset with him. <laughs> okay. Occasionally, he'll just hit me up and text me. Uh, uh, Dude, you're no messiah, bro. That's what he'll do. <laughs> you're not a messiah. <laughs> I'm like, who's saying I'm a messiah? <laughs> you needed him to tell you that, huh? No, I don't need I don't think I'm a messiah. I think nobody cares what I have to say. I'm completely and utterly obsolete at this point. But. So I, I, I'm so Chris Neff calls me and he's like, "Hey man, my mom's in town. Let's go to the Dodger game." And I'm like, "Great! I love going to the Dodger game. It's it, it's the best experience I've ever had a baseball game. And I, you know, I love watching the Braves play. But going to that Dodger game is it's just like great. I know it's gonna sound so stupid. It literally is heaven. It's a great it, ballpark. It's heaven. It's not too big and gross like these modern ballparks. The parking's pretty easy for LA. I gotta well, be honest. we'll get into that. It, it usually is for me anyway. So you know, because I'm going to see the Braves play. Maybe they're not a lot of Braves. <laughs> so we're going to the game, right? Dana runs on Rockstar time. She's been doing that since I met her, which is always leaving half an hour too late. She <laughs> always does that. I always make fun of her. Yeah. I always go, you show up to the airport too late. And it's not the 90s. You're showing up like it's the 90s. You're blown out on coke, yelling about Duran Duran and shit, right? <laughs> like, you got to get there on time. So so it's getting there. I'm like, dude, the game is at 7.15. Or 7, yeah, 7.15. We have to leave by 6. Now, if you don't live in L.A., that sounds nuts. But to get into the game... You gotta leave early. Yeah, and to be clear, because some people will say, "Well, it depends on how far away you live." But he lives relatively close. Like, how many? What five, six miles, something like that. Well, I mean, five, six LA miles. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's not that long of a drive. Like Dodger Stadium is five point six miles from where we are right here. Right now, that's a fifteen minute drive. Yeah, because there's no traffic. There's no traffic. The world is racing to get back to normal. But after the year we've all had, getting back to feeling normal is going to take some time. It's important to prioritize your mental health. We've tried to do that on Broken Sim by being more positive and proactive with respect to our inner lives. If you're feeling overwhelmed by everything that's going on, you're not alone. It's important to find the support you need to face those feelings and move forward. The Talkspace app makes it easy to connect with a licensed therapist on your schedule without waiting weeks for your next appointment. Talkspace offers individuals and couples therapy in addition to medication prescription services. Talkspace works around your schedule at your convenience. Schedule live video sessions with your licensed therapist from anywhere. Start feeling better with a single message. Match with a licensed therapist when you go to Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month with the promo code BROKEN. Again, that's $100 off your first month when you use the code BROKEN at Talkspace.com. So Dana's like, okay, man, we'll, we'll get there. Don't worry about it. I'm like, we got to go. Half an wait, hour So goes. wait, so you guys are meeting Neff and his mom there? Meeting his Neff and his hot mom there. Neff's mom is hot. I saw her on Instagram, man. If she dyed her hair black, she could bang. She could bang. Did you tell him that? No, I'm not going to say that. I mean, Tommy G was like really going at it. But I'm like, <laughs> no, dude, that's not my style. But here on Broken Sim, I'll talk about Neff's ne ne mom could get it, right? And she didn't seem that offended by people saying that. 
Right? Well, why would she be? I'm sure she'd love to hear it. I wish I, people wanted to bone me, dude. I'd love to hear about it all day. Yeah, but it's like w- women like are weird because they try to act like they don't want to hear that. I've been running all week on this guy who said on on his, on YouTube comment, he was like, uh, dude, you graduated college in the 2000-something? I thought you were like early 20s, bro. Amazing. I was like, I feel good from that even now. Why Why this guy that gave you a wonderful compliment? Did you give him the worst dumb accent when you did him? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, so do it again. Give him some Give him some kind of respect. Give it like a Brad Pitt kind of like. Hey, Johnny, it's amazing that you graduated in the late 2000s. There you go. <laughs> I thought you were early 20s at most. <laughs> Peace, brother. Dude, that's like a John Wick style right there. <laughs> that guy looks like he's killed a couple people <laughs> yeah, yeah, with yeah. his hands and his dick, okay? So that guy's about action. Not the first dude that's like whistling as he goes to fuck fish in the local pond. I can I can field I can field strip an AR-15 in 12 seconds. But man, and I, uh, I can usually tell what what age a man is with one hand tied behind my back. Yeah, so. see there you go. That guy's that's a real compliment from a real dude. I once caught a 30 pound catfish. It was a state record with, with my with eyes. my bare hands. <laughs> with my eyes. So so we're gonna leave. We can. I once killed four men in a car park with my dick. <laughs> Dude, I bet you that guy has some weird, like, I think the guy that you're doing right now is so manly that he has so much testosterone, he bangs dudes. I once broke the world record for 40 meters. I'll put a hurt on twinks. And then my dick broke it by five seconds. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Because his dick was just trailing behind him like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got first and my dick got second. (laughs) And third. Yeah. See, dude? That guy gets ass. What kind of ass? We don't know, and we don't ask questions because we don't want to be next. I'm a fashionable man, but I have to wear tube socks because where else is my dick going to go? <laughs> I got to tuck it in. Yeah, it just tucks it into it. <laughs> I wonder if there's anybody with that long of a dick that got to tuck. That I mean, tuck. you remember when that Mexican guy came out, that giant, everyone's like, it's oh, not God. real? And yeah. you're like, dude, if that thing was real, he would be a, a millionaire in porn. He oh just, no, that's not who I thought you were talking about the Mexican porn guy. That weird looking guy that used to be in all those like bang bros. No, there videos. was like oh yeah, that guy yeah. who got busted in a car with like dead goats. Did dead you ever goats? See that? No. Oh. Yeah, look that up. Like bang bus porn star gets busted in 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 car with dead animals. Yeah, I found it, I found it. Okay. Uh here we go. Wow. This Porn star arrested with a dead goat and three live ones in his van. What was yeah, he doing dude. with him? What was he doing with him? A well-endowed adult film actor, best, <laughs> best known for having sex with women in the back of moving vehicles, was yeah. arrested and charged with 22 counts of animal cruelty this week. At what point does he become defined by the size of his dick? At the point that he started doing pornography. No, but like it had to start earlier than that. Like, at some oh. point, he's known as the guy with a package. When does he get? Probably when he start. whenever that age is where you start going to the pool, the public pool and getting, you know, gym class and, and the people in there and they're like, wait, his, his Willie's not like my Willie. I think a family member, a female family oh, member starts realizing that, hey, little, what's his name? Um, Raul. 
Armentero. Raymond, Raymond from Bang Boss. Raul, Raul's got pa- like your aunt Susie. Oh no, I'm sorry. I, I to be clear, the van belonged to Raul Armentero. Oh no, that's him. Okay, yeah, yeah. Raul Armentero. At, at some point, Aunt Muchacha is like. Oh, yeah, dude, he's got a package. Yeah, we got to get this guy in the big leagues. No, like, I mean, like, people like, dude, you, you, you know, your kid's got a giant package. And maybe he comes from a, a, a family of big dick people. Could be. The rumor is Shaq's isn't that big. That would suck. And you're like, well, it's not big for his size. They're like, no, yeah. it's not big. That's too bad. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, with all that twerk. Boy, it really brought the mood down thinking about like such a big man having... Uh, <laughs> so you came sad, got happy, now you're sad yeah, again? Yeah, brought me back down. I'm here. sorry, dude. We won't talk about Shaq's baby dick <laughs> anymore. But listen, so... So... We have to leave. Dana runs late. We, we <laughs> get there late. We get, got so far off track. <laughs> How is, did we end up talking about... broken sim. <laughs> this is where it goes. So then... Dana takes some back action to get to some... Some back action? That sounds like what you wanted to take in Vietnam, <laughs> some back action. No, I don't want to take any back action ever. My my hole is exit only. I'm into nothing down there, bro. Anyways, so so she wants to find some new way. So she goes in the back, and we get in line, and the line is forever. The, the line for parking? Yeah, yeah the okay. line for parking. And, like, Johnny's right. Somehow, some way, the parking there is a lot easier to get in and it's out. It's just such a big parking lot, I think, is what it is. So we're going. We show up late, right? She gets in this line. We get close enough. It says prepaid. No. Oh. Prepaid parking. So now we're like, how are we getting out of this? Somehow, some way, this guy's like, just go. <laughs> just go. That's go. great. Because what are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. Just go. 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 So we're like, oh my God, it's our day. It's all working out. We don't have to pay the $25 for parking. Oh, <laughs> hallelujah. 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 <laughs> like that, like the seas had parted and the lords of baseball looked down upon us. And then all of a sudden we get corralled into this space. And we're like, so we're like, hey man, they're letting people go this way. The guy's like, no, dude, you go that way. We're like, we're prepaid, man. <laughs> we want to go that way. They're like, no, dude, you go that way. And uh-huh. I'm like, Fuck, okay. So we go this way. And all of a sudden, dude. They bring us up to this parking area up this windy road that we had never seen, ever. I don't even understand where you are. So, I mean, dude, I can't even describe where we are in reference to Dodger Stadium. So we go up, and Dana just is yelling at anybody that works for the Dodgers. Like yelling what? What do you mean? Like, why are we going up here? We don't want to park up here. I'm like, they have no say. They're just doing their job. So Dana pulls around and she she pulls in. I go, move up one. As she does this, dude, the whole lane is open. This guy pulls up right next to her. <laughs> and Dana's like, what the fuck are you doing? He's I like, <laughs> I'm like, Dana, I get out because I know I'm going to have words with this dude. But then I noticed Dana's had an awful parking job. Oh, God. So I'm like, Dana, move it up. She's like, why? I'm like, move it up. Now me and her are having a talk. I can never leave until I park like 
fairly to everybody. I, first thing I hate is I will fight you if you take up two parking spots. I am very close to starting to shake the people's tires. The only reason I don't do that is because I don't know if somebody else was parked shitty before right. them. And that's I, the I only reason. I would never shank anybody's tire. It's but not if my it, style. Well, if I knew but, that they had done that, I might give them a little scuff on a little kick or something to their fender or something yeah, like that. Oh, dude, like a kick. How, what kind of kick, Johnny, would you do? No, just a little. Just Would a little. you do that weird UFC kick to the shin kind of kick? Like a, a side <laughs> kick like that? Like almost like you're like a Christmas elf? I would, I would I would do the one that broke uh, Conor McGregor's uh, ankle. That's oh, we'll what, get yeah. into that. But like, or would you do would you do a hot kick? Like no, that? just a low sort of like a stomp almost on the so fender. It wouldn't come up because you'd hurt yourself. No, be more you, you want to use the sole of your foot. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah. There you go. So, anyways, I'm like, move up. She's like, I don't know what you do. I'm like, get out, right? So she gets out. The guy who parks walks by me. Goes, good luck with that. I go, go fuck yourself. Wait, okay? what? He said that? Really? Yeah. Good oh, luck with that. Oh, what an asshole. Yeah. Total dick, right? Now I'm mad. So I jump in the car. Johnny, can we be honest with you've been on a roller coaster of emotion so far in this episode? <laughs> yeah, we really have. Right? Yeah, no, yeah. you have. I'm I'm full throttle loving it. Okay. You're like coming sad, then you're happy, now you're angry, now you want to fight yeah. people. I was I was doing home improvement shit before I got here. You're and a real a, cult of a personalities right now. Put me in a bad headspace. Yeah, I know, Johnny. Oh, you working with your hands is like Going back, dude. To the I, farm. I, yeah, it's like it's exactly what I told her earlier. I left the farm to so I didn't have to do this shit anymore. I would anymore. love to be with you as you pouted as you fix your girlfriend's like dressers and shit. Oh, I didn't come to LA to fix dressers. I was I was having to sink drywall screws. I have and stuff. my own it podcast. Like... It's huge in Vietnam. <laughs> Celebrities shouldn't do this shit. So. So we go. We walk there. We're walking. Pay for walk. a task rabbit. Yeah, I love task rabbit. So uh, we're walking to, and it is a forever walk. There's some lazy fuckers task rabbit. It is forever walk. And just understand, like Dodger fans, the women are like, how would you describe Dodger fans? Like the women. Mexican. Oh. Like they are Mexican. Still but Mexican. What, it's like none of them are like, they're not tens, right? They're no. like. A lot of makeup. Low rider sevens, right? Like, yeah. like the hot, the hot low rider. A lot of look. makeup. They all have like two kinds of lipstick on, like the color yeah, in here and yeah, then the, yeah, the pencil yeah, around them. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Sometimes they have like a. They're fake not like they're hot, mark. but they're a different kind of hot. They all have some that hair that's like stuck to their hair. Yeah, it's like a low rider eight, right? They're all low rider. You don't see a lot of tens at Dodger games, but you see some like real working hard for it, seven and eights. And I dig that. I like girls who put on a hard helmet and go to work. Don't show up just expecting shit. I like hard helmets. She could have sung those drywall screws today for me for sure. Yeah, right? <laughs> she could have. Yeah, so I so we're walking. Johnny, this is going to drive you crazy. Okay. You can't walk into Dodger Stadium now with a purse. You have to have a clear bag. And that's okay. We go, okay. I don't know. I guess COVID, if you have a purse, could get you. I still have a clue. Why? When See, they can I go they've through... been doing that. Huh. Yeah, but when they can go through your bag, yeah. why can't you bring a purse? Maybe to save time. I don't know. So they don't have to dig through everything. But they're going to do it anyways. Yeah, I don't know. That's I don't approve Here's of that shit part, anymore. Johnny. They that... never catch anybody. Johnny. So, Johnny, we show up. They go through Dana's purse. 
They see her pack of cigarettes. They're like, you can't bring that in. We're like, what? Like, yeah, there's no smoking in, in the stadium. There's no smoking. You see that whole deck up there? You know what they used to call that? The smoking deck. Yeah, but even if you... Dude, when did you tell that somebody they don't have the right to bring an illegal thing into the... Dude, okay, you can't smoke here. Don't smoke here. Have you ever heard somebody saying you can't bring in cigarettes? No, I've never heard that. No, she should have just put them in her pocket, man. Why did she put them in her pocket? Well, we should have gone to another area, but we're already so late. We're two innings in. It. Yeah, and you're frustrated. Two Chris, in- you missed two innings? Oh, fuck. We got there in second oh, inning. I hate getting late. I hate being late for ball games and movies. And, and so plus, that. Neff's hot mom is waiting. That sucks, man. I right? hate being late for ball games. So we go there. So she threw them away. Yeah. $10 pack of cigarettes, Ugh. gone. Ugh. Gone. So so we go inside. We find the seats. They're actually great seats. I'm here to tell you about our new sponsor, Stat Hero. Do you know that 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? Is it really that surprising? The game is rigged against you. You are playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts who have more tools and more time. You do not stand a chance. Introducing Stat Hero. It's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head to head fantasy matchup. You name the stakes, winner take all. You have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. No one else does that. I've actually been using Stat Hero for a while now, and when I heard they were sponsoring the show, I was stoked because I've always felt their approach to daily fantasy was the fairest there is. You are in total control with Stat Hero. Stat Hero is daily fantasy the way it's meant to be, one on one. Play Stat Hero and change the odds. Go to stathero.com/broken, sign up for free, and right now you can get three times back on your first play. That's right. They're giving you a 300% match. That's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash broken. That's stathero.com slash broken. This is how crazy they're getting at Dodger Stadium. And I, I can understand to a point. There was a biker next to us. Him and his wife came in on, um, by the way, he had a, uh, what's, what's the pitcher that's in trouble right now? Brower? Trevor Bauer. Yeah, he, he had a Bauer jersey on. <laughs> okay. He had a he had a biker jacket on that said I hate all people or I hate everybody. They made him rip it off. What? Yeah. They wouldn't let him in. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Dude, that makes me almost not want to go to any more Dodger games. I I got a really question whether I want to go anymore. I I listen, dude. What? Once it's all under what um, under what pretense did they do that though? Yeah. What hate speech? Hate yeah. everybody? That's not hate speech. Yeah. I mean, if you equally hate everybody, that's yeah. somewhat inclusive, right? Really, it is. Yeah, you're you're the most egalitarian person on the planet, right? And it's just like okay, why? So we can't have funny sayings that are politically incorrect. If that's dude, even you, basically just ruled out every fucking eighth grader's wrestling T-shirt. You know, <laughs> like DX suck it. You know. <laughs> D-Generation X. Yeah. Yeah. It's so stupid. The Rock says, no, you damn roll. Now, we know we've had, like, violence in Dodger games, and I'll get into that, dude. Um, But it's like, it's a t-shirt. And, like, who are you, the fashion police? And what makes you qualified to say that? 
And it's like, I can't believe that. Was it the same guy that did that? No, the, no, no. Okay. This this was a uh, a lady that sat right next across the aisle from Dana. What they told you that story that. How'd yeah. you find out? Because oh. Dana, of course, anybody would listen is oh. yelling about her <laughs> of cigarettes. Of course she was, of course she Right? So we sit down with... And with, then she quit smoking. Is that how, that's how this ends, right? Well, I mean, yeah, she should. But at this point, you're this far in. Might as well just enjoy the ride. Right? Yeah, I guess so. So I, I must say something. Basketball is my favorite sport. But baseball is my favorite live event because I'm old and you don't have to pay attention a lot. You can kind of yeah. zone out, and then something happens. You're like, what's going on? And to be clear, by not pay attention, Sam means that when he goes to a ball game with one other person, me, for instance, he can get up and just walk around the concourse for extensive portions of the game. I like the people watch. Mm. And, and Dodger fans look are weirdos. Yeah, they are. I love them. Yeah, me too. I love them. Honestly, a great experience. But now I, I, I'm going to think twice before I go again. So... We that go in, down. right? Um, we're there. Dude, it's so funny. Every, like, every, every, what is it called? Uh, store you want to buy food at? What's it like that? Every stand? What Concessions. Are Concessions. Concession is a line around the block, except for the vegan place. There's no line, <laughs> yeah, no way. Course, you can course. just walk right up and grab something. Like, that's political correctness. I, I can't believe they have a vegan. Somebody option. complained. And now they they're losing business. Yeah, now they well now they lose money every every Everybody every day time. basically. Yeah. So we go. This is how I know I'm getting old. Your balls are sagging down to your knees. No. Okay. Johnny, a hit comes. It is in the air, and I'm <laughs> staring right, and everyone around me is getting excited. I'm like, wow, it's coming this way. I'm like, wow, it's really coming this way. Right before this hit happens, Chris Neff, and people need to know this about Chris Neff, he is constantly cleaning his ring. And by his ring, we mean his butthole. To the point that he's always bringing wet naps with him. So right before this pitch happens, Chris looks at me and goes, hey, you want a, you want a, a baby wipe? I go, why do you have baby wipes? He's like, I don't go anywhere without baby wipes. Why did he offer you a baby wipe? I don't know. I don't know. That's okay. So I go. I love sure, Chris Neff, but that's weird. I'll take a baby wipe. He brings out baby wipes and he's grabbing the thing. That weird. Boom! It starts coming. Right? It's coming. It's. I'm like, wow! It's coming uh, this way. It's coming this way. It's really close. And guess what I did? Nothing. I just sat there. <laughs> I'm like, buddy, get up! And my body's like. Yeah. <laughs> Get up! Do something! The ball is coming this way! Because I've never been this close to a ball in my life! In my life! No ball has ever come this close to where this ball is coming. Nath has wipes in his hands. So he's out. No, he gets up with one hand and fluffs it! It hits him in the hand! He fluffs the ball, this woman down, one thing down! It falls in almost like Plinko style... Falls and hits the ground. Nobody jumped for it. She just reaches down and grabs it. And everyone's like, hey, I'm like, why God? Now tell me, 
10 years ago would that have been your ball oh yeah i would have been i would have been grabbing it dude really i would have been like doing like planet earth jump yeah see that guy planet planet earth man you ever see how he does that planet earth oh planet captain planet yeah captain planet where you go (laughs) your whole belly just got on uh i would go ballet style cool guy jump and i would grab that thing god god that's hilarious so Dodgers lose. We get up. We go. As we're walking out, a Houston Astro fan is just antagonizing everybody. Not a place you want to do that. In the parking lot. Not a place you want to do Especially not in the parking lot. Shit. I couldn't believe how much shit this guy was talking. LA Dodgers fans, it's a lot of guys who had to rip off I hate everyone off their motorcycle jersey. 100%. And those are the people that will beat your ass, the motorcycle patch guys. So as we're walking out, Dana is still fuming about her her experience. Anybody with an official Dodger employee Mm. outfit on is getting laid into. I'm sure that was enjoyable. She is annihilating everybody. So that was my Dodger story. There, there's not much left. They did the fireworks. It was like five minutes of garbage fireworks. So, Johnny, you know I'm a huge fan of Rick and Morty's. Yeah, I started watching that because of you. I like that show. I love Rick and Morty's. I thought the last episode this week was okay. Sometimes I feel... That, I mean, the show is incredibly complex. It's layered, yeah. Too... It's dense. It's dense. It's very dense because you have to break down everything like, why did they do this? Why did they do this? Why did they do this? And so much of it is based in conspiracy, alternative beliefs and stuff like that. And that's why it resonates with me. And then, you know, Dan Harmon is most likely a scumbag. Okay. But I like... You really have to get with some of these artists. You say it all the time. Separate the art from the artist. And I have to do that with Rick and Morty's. So at the end of every show, Rick and Morty's does some, uh, does some, uh, you know, they'll have like people Rick who wrote. And Morty. R- what am I saying? Rick and Morty's. What am I saying? What is You're it? You're saying Rick and Morty's. It's Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty? Yeah. And I'm saying Rick and Morty's? Yeah. yeah I don't know why. Okay, thank you, Johnny. I know, but you just—I you told me to tell you when you say stuff. Like okay, that. I agree, Johnny. That was a good call. Go fuck yourself. You—you you would have been saying it for the rest of your damn life. Your favorite <laughs> show is Rick and Morty's. It's—it's <laughs> it's Rick and Morty. I'm on broken simulation, which apparently I can't say either. I mean, at some you point, I am who I am. You got that one though. You got that. I, one. I am who I am, Johnny. Okay. Okay. okay keep saying Let Rick me and be Morty's. Me, Johnny. Okay, so your favorite show, Rick and Morty's. Tell, go continue. So, so we do we do this. So I'm watching the end of the show. And one of the guys writing on it is uh, a guy I knew from back in the day. And I think he's a great guy. I, I forget what his name is, dude. Uh, but he's part of this kind of fame, famous Saturday Night Live story where everybody, like, he's part of this improv troupe sketch group where, where uh, who runs Saturday Night Live? What's his name? Lauren Michaels. Lauren Michaels picked everybody in the group by him. Oh, God. He's the nicest guy. So anyways, he was talking because obviously he wrote on this episode. I was really happy for him. But I remember that he was dating a female comic friend of mine who I had asked to work for me one weekend in La Jolla. And and the reason this brought me... 
it just brought up this memory of him coming up to me one time going, hey, dude, you're working with my girl this weekend? I want a funny business. And seriously? I'm like, I mean, seriously he did it? Or he's pulling, he seriously pulling did chain? it. He seriously did oh, it. Oh, God. And I go, well, we are doing stand-up, so there will be funny business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hopefully, right? hopefully, or she's uh, not worth it. But, you know, for me, I go, what do you, who do you think I am? Like, what kind of yeah. moral person do you think I am? That's kind I of insulting, am? yeah. Right, and I know he's just trying to be a boyfriend, and I really don't have, I, I don't hate him. But there's but a better way laugh. to do, there's a better way to do that. No, but what makes me laugh is like, if, okay, obviously you think I'm that guy, Right. So if I am that guy, you saying that to me yeah. makes me want to do it more. Yeah, of course. But I'm not that guy. Well, it also says, I mean, how much faith does he have in his girlfriend? Right, If for he's sure. going to go tell you but, not but what to makes me laugh fuck around. Is that, like, I'm not that guy. I am not that guy. Like, I, dude. Maybe he, I mean, he couldn't, he could not know well, you. Well, I mean, like, though. you watch my act, you think I'm that guy. Especially naughty show times. You know? There are certain things I will not do. There are certain people I will not hook up with. Obviously, number one, with a bullet, children. I won't do that. I think it's disgusting. Married women and girlfriends. I am not trying to bang at all. I just don't want to do it because I wouldn't want anyone to do it to me. And there's too much fish in the sea to be taking someone else's dudes. Okay? Now, there's going to be times in your life where you don't know. And I'm going to get into that story. Okay, where well, you don't know they have a boyfriend and they don't tell you. Like, I, there was a time, like, the, a big reason I bang married women is one, I just, I don't want to do that to guys. That's yeah. just not You also my don't thing. want to get shot. Well, and I think it's just horrible karma, dude. Yeah. I think it's horrible, horrible karma. And I got that from when I was in Vegas and I was just running gutty. And you think I had a sex addiction now. <laughs> Imagine 24-year-old Sam Tripoli. Sorry, I missed it, honestly. It's a naughty show days. I would have. Johnny, if you were with me in the early 90s in, in Vegas, you would have been just, just punching tickets left and right, dude. <laughs> That's so fun. That would have been fun. Punching tickets, man. Something about the, the, the Vegas and the desert heat, the women, it, it, it cooks their brains and they get, they're just, they just become dick zombies, bro. It's great. So, so early on, long haired Sam looking like a Jewish Chris Cornell, right? Long hair. Really on fire, bro. And you just let it flow, huh? I uh, I could do it because it was dry heat. Did you wear a hat or no, dude? No hat. It was a dry heat, man. Yeah. When as soon as I moved to L.A., my hair because the humidity just got looked like I was. Oh, it's I really it those, see here. It feels like there's not a lot of humidity, but you're saying it's even more humid than, here than, than the, the desert. Yeah. Okay. You know when you go to those science museums and you put your your hand yeah, on the yeah, ball yeah. and your hair goes static electricity. That was what I would look like. So I had to cut That's my fun. hair. But I remember I hooked up with these two women who told me they were leaving their husbands and they totally lied. And I hand to God, Johnny, the next day. Two women? Both of them were leaving their husbands? Not at the same time. Oh, okay. But twice it happened to me. Both times they told me that they, they were leaving their husbands and that they were separated and wasn't true. And hand to God, next day, Johnny, I got, I got fired from my job that I had at that time. Both times. Both times. 
That's amazing. That I just believe it's karma, bad energy. Wow. That's so, amazing. So huh. I I am very, very, very conscious of not hooking up with married women. It's like a big I like I don't like it. I go on the road, I always see girls that are with guys giving me the googly eyes like they want a shot at the title. And it's just Well, what about if the guy's okay with it? If he wants watches, I, I, I try to knock well, up. Not, yeah, or just like, he's like, uh, you know. Hey, dude, have fun, just kids. like, yeah. not all night. Is that yeah. what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like, that's fine. Okay. I, I don't feel like anything is, any trust is being broken. That's what I mean. Do you feel like it's sort of a sacred bond that nobody else should be getting in, in mixed in? I don't, I, like, dude, I'm not like the sanctity of marriage. It's just yeah, like some weird karma shit. Okay. Interesting. Right? That's a that's a hell of a thing you said about you getting fired twice after right after that's amazing. That's but it's a true story. Yeah, that's crazy though. Okay. Wow. So then, dude, then so fast forward, like obviously women hit on me in my DMs. It's just the the popularity yeah. of the show. I know these women are hitting on me and Xavier is trying to hit them. Okay, trying to hit them. I know. I will time. say Every, Xavier Guerrero is trying to dick down every swarm yes, hot chick out there. Every uh, even remotely attractive woman that follows me on Instagram, I'll go click their profile, followed by XG marks. No, I, I think Already. I, be, I, he might have a girlfriend now. So I mean, like, I'm not saying well, that. Yeah, but, but this is. But listen, dude, we all like time. attractive women following us on Instagram, right? It's like ew, no. Yeah, well, of course, it, obviously we do, yeah. It, it's kind of like, have you ever noticed when like a blue check mark person follows you? At first, you're kind of like, oh, who's this? That's kind of when like a hot chick follows you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh. It's worth like five regular followers. Yeah, so. 100. But yeah, on the opposite way, really hot chicks, and we've said this before, hot chick followers on social media are like pesos. It takes like a thousand of them to equal one real fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're just like, oh, I love you, 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 I love you. Um, so then this this one girl, like, she hits me up. She was hitting me up a lot. And I, I so I just, you know, I'll get hit up. I'll see who they are. And this, she had wonderful art. She had wonderful art. So I was like, okay, man, I want to, uh, see, you know, can I hire you to do some art? You know, she's like, yeah, dude, I, I, I'd love to design a shirt for you. So it goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Right. And, you know, one day she's like calling me on Instagram all the time. And I'm like, that's kind of weird. Fuck yeah. Is this chick calling me? Who so does like, that? that's so weird. I answer the phone. I'm like, hey, what's up? Right. He's all of a sudden I hear, hey, mate. Uh -uh. I'm like, what? Oh, shit. Hey, mate. How are you? She has a weird voice, Sam. I'm like, uh, I'm fine. What's going on? This is blah, blah, blah's husband, okay? <laughs> I know you've been uh, talking to my my girl. I'm like, I'm like, oh, fuck. I would appreciate it if you don't do it. And I'm like, yeah, mm -hmm. dude, totally cool. And, like, he lives way far away, not even the United States, so it would never be an issue. Well, yeah, I feel like I got a pretty good idea where he might live from that. Night? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even as bad as you are at accents, I think hey, I Mike. got it. Yeah. I might. 
And I'm like, I get it. He's like, yeah, man, you shouldn't be doing this to people's wife. I go, well, I thought you guys are separated, which is true. And he's like, no, mate. I'm like, okay, you don't have to worry about it again. So then, like, like little ways. Anyways, I don't want to get too much into because I don't want to get anybody in trouble. But it's like you got to watch yourself, dude. Because, like, out of nowhere, like, hot chicks have been hitting me up all the time on Instagram. And the only reason I say that is because, like, how many of these guys have gotten clipped by chicks? DMs and all that stuff. What do you mean clipped? I don't understand. You mean killed? Like... Their career's ruined. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. luckily, like, I have no career. So, like, what can you ruin? <laughs> yeah, like, sorry, you didn't realize who you were fucking with here. That's like trying to drop a bomb on Detroit. It's like, it's already bombed. You're fine. Right? <laughs> <laughs> my career is grizzly bears living in abandoned houses. That's my life. You might actually enhance his career. Well, yeah, please help me. Get something going. Get me in the news. So that was my story, dude. I like that story. So, Johnny, uh, how long have we been going? Uh, 50 minutes here. Okay. Do I have one more story for you, Unsuspecting Fool? I have a thing, too, if you want. All right. I'll, let's hear yours. Um, I just wanted to... We were going to do this when we were doing the, uh, the premium podcast, but we haven't had much time to do that, honestly. So I'm going to do... Uh, we like to do crazy news. I just like to do sort of weird historical things because I like to see how Sam reacts to them. This is one of my favorite weird uh, Lincoln things. Lincoln had a lot of weird shit with his life, right? Now, he once saw his doppelganger. Do you know what a doppelganger is? Yeah, what am I, an idiot? Yeah, okay. Well, Lincoln has this really creepy story that he's recounted a few times about Lately? seeing his doppelganger. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna read it to you. Okay, this is uh, from Carl Sandburg's biography of Abraham Lincoln, and and these are the words. You'll have to forgive this uh, word here. A queer dream or illusion had haunted Lincoln at times through the winter. On the evening of his election, he had thrown himself on one of the haircloth sofas at home just after the first telegrams of November 6 had told him he was elected president. And looking into the bureau mirror across the room, he saw himself full length standing, but with two faces. It bothered him. He got up and the illusion vanished. But when he lay down again, there in the glass were two faces, one paler than the other. He got up again, mixed in the election excitement, forgot about it, and then re remembered it again, and it haunted him. He told his wife about it, and she was worried too. A few days later, he tried once more, and the illusion of the two faces again registered to his eyes. But that was the last. The ghost since then wouldn't come back. He, he couldn't reproduce it. He told his wife... Uh, and she said it was a sign that he would be elected to a second term, and the death pallor on one face meant that he wouldn't live through the second term. That's what his wife thought. If you're like me, you're maybe looking to get your finances together, learn a little bit more about business. I turned to a number of different podcasts for this, and they all put me to sleep. That is, until I found Brad and David, the hosts of IP Frequently. They do this miraculous sort of blend of solid business advice, 80s music, and headline news. It all goes into this cohesive package that is informative and entertaining. So check those guys out. Again, that's Brad and David of IP Frequently. It's not a chronic condition. It's actually a podcast. Uh, and stay up to date with their weekly stream of episodes wherever you get your podcasts. Again, that's IP Frequently. Uh, and you can stay up to date on their weekly stream of episodes wherever you get your podcasts. Highly recommend those guys. Check them out, folks. Okay. Uh, this is uh, Noah Brooks, who wrote uh, another Lincoln book eight in 1895. This is Brooks' version of it in Lincoln's own words. Here we go. 
it was just after my election in 1860 when the news had been coming in thick and fast all day, and there had been a great hurrah, boys. So I was well tired out and went home to rest. That means he'd been kind of, you know, celebrating. Uh, he, he, I threw myself down on a lounge in my chamber. Opposite where I lie was a bureau with a swinging glass upon it. And here he got up and placed, this is in parentheses, I placed the furniture to illustrate the position. And looking in that glass, I saw myself reflected nearly at full length, but my face, I noted, had two separate and distinct images at the tip of the nose of one being about three inches from the tip of the other. So his, he, they were about this far apart, like three inches. I was a little bothered, perhaps, perhaps startled, and got up, looked into the glass, and the illusion vanished. On lying down again, I saw it a second time, plainer if possible, so I saw it clearer than before. And then I noticed that one of the faces was paler, say five shades, than the other. I got up, and the thing melted away, and I went off, and in the excitement of the hour forgot all about it, nearly, but not quite, for the thing would once in a while come up and give me a little pang, as if something uncomfortable had happened." When I went home again that night, I told my wife about it, and a few days afterward, I made the experiment again, when, with a laugh, sure enough, the thing came back again. But I never succeeded in bringing, it, bringing back the ghost after that, and once I tried very industriously to show my wife, he tried really hard to reproduce it, because uh, she was worried about it, and he couldn't do it again. She thought, again, that, this is his, his words, she thought it was a sign that I was to be elected to a second term of office and that the, pale, the paleness of one of the faces was an omen that I should not see life through the last term. I mean, like... Isn't that crazy? I mean, what kind of wife is that? Oh, well, yeah, it probably she was really means you're going to be dead. Yeah. She's really super... She's always... His mother, even... Like, when he got shipped off, she, his mother said, this will be the last time I see, I'll see you. His, the woman who was his mother, like, at that time, it wasn't his real mother, uh, was like, this is, I'm not going to say. All right, but he lived, right? He lived and came back. No, no, no. They, I mean, no, he, he didn't come back. He came back on a train, his corpse. Yeah. Who? Lincoln. I mean, I thought he died in a movie theater, or, or not movie in theater. In D.C., though. Oh, and he, so he got on a train, but he was oh, no, pressed. He he, yeah. he, hold on, I'm confused. He, he got he was elected president. Where and then was he shot? In Ford's Theater in DC. Oh, so when he went to go be president, his his mom's like, I'm never see you again. But she was afraid, yeah. She she was like, they're gonna I don't there was a lot of fear around that time, yeah. Oh, that's different, right? That's, yeah, well, that's different. That's, but I'm saying there was this ominous feeling around his presidency. His wife had it and his mom had it. The women in his life were kind of fearful for Lincoln's safety. Yeah, but don't you kind of be like, oh, I don't want to say it. You know, don't you pull someone else's Well, side? also, Lincoln had like, lost. dude, Lincoln seeing ghosts, I think it means he's going to get shot. Lincoln, but I don't want to yeah. say anything to him because I'm a loving human being. Well, also, Lincoln had lost children, and and his wife had feared that she the kids were going to die, and she was always fearful about it. And then their kid, Tad, died young. And, yeah, I mean, they well, only that, had one, that Robert That happened Todd's, a right? lot more back in yeah, the day. Yeah, but the president's kid? I mean, come on. That's we, why... That's why people had so many kids back in the day, because you would lose some. No, I'm with you. My grandfather's family, I, th I think he had like 20 brothers and sisters total, right? 20? Like, like, I think there was a ton of them, and he lost a couple. One was Sammy that my dad was named after and I was named after, died in World War II. Another one drowned. There was a whole bunch of stuff. It's kind of crazy. That is crazy. But yeah, I mean, like, but this reminds me of uh, that movie, uh, 
Lincoln Vampire Killer. I like that movie. Yeah, I really like that. Movie. I like that book. Um, I just there's he also had this uh, a dream about he used to have these prophetic dreams as he called them at one about his assassination. Here it is. Uh, National Geographic reports uh, that according to Lincoln's friend Ward Hill Lehman, Lincoln had strangely prophetic dreams. Just days before Lincoln's assassination, the pre- the president dreamed that he had awakened to the sound of mourning in the East Room, people crying. This is in his dream. By Lehman's account, Lincoln said that in the dream, he entered the East Room to find a corpse wrapped in funeral vestments. Around it were stationed soldiers who were acting as guards, and there was a throng of people, some gazing mournfully upon the corpse, whose face was covered, others weeping pitifully. Lincoln said that in the dream, he asked a soldier, who is dead in the White House? The soldier answered, the president. He was killed by an assassin. John's, John Wilkes Booth shot Lincoln only days later. You know, dude, you know what Abraham Lincoln was? He was like these rappers who sing about getting shot, yeah. and then they get shot. Yeah. Right? He was it's like the though, notorious right? B.I.G. of that time. If you're constantly talking about it, it's going to happen. That's why I very much watch my words, man. I don't put out that kind of energy. Yeah, I don't. If I have a negative thought like that, I try to like think something positive to kind of balance it almost. I, I know exactly what you're saying. I he, am not part of But yeah, of that, Lincoln had dude. some weird spirit. Like his, his wife did seances in the White House. Uh, to try to speak to her children, you know, that had passed. And uh, after that, she went to this guy who was uh, a spirit photographer who did, I think, fake, like, double exposures where he would have, like... Have you ever seen that photo of her and Lincoln, supposedly? Uh, I'll show you the... uh, See that? Yeah. Now, he supposedly did not know who she was when she came in, and then he made that photo of the ghost that was of Lincoln. Do you think that's real? No. The guy had been kind of discredited during his time, uh, but she still sought him out because she's super spiritual. And that's his mom? It's his wife. She was was older. That was Lincoln's wife? Yes. God. that Johnny, think of all the craziness that has happened in, like, let's say the last 200 years. Or 100 years. Let's just go 100 years, Johnny. What are some of the biggest events on humanity that has happened. What do you mean? Like events. Like assassination of JFK, right? 9-11? Pearl Harbor. You know? And in the last 20 years, we've kind of had like a repeat of these major events. Right? I don't know what you mean by a repeat. Okay. So like 9-11 was kind of like another Pearl Harbor, right? (laughs) What did you just do? Uh, oh, oh, okay, okay, right? yeah, I got it, yeah, like a sneak attack, yeah. Like Corona is like the Black Plague in terms or the, of n- the Spanish flu. Yeah. yeah, right. The only thing we haven't had is like a president go down, and it's surprising that we haven't. It, it is so surprising. Some, is it a testament to the Secret Service and the job they do? What do you think? Or, or that everybody's been playing, playing ball, ball? Yeah, right. Yeah, but that's really the last of it. The only other thing. Is like World War II, but I feel like the I you know the Iraq War kind of was that. Well, they found a way to make their money without involving the population and the destruct. You know, what I mean, like drafts and all that stuff. Because I think they realized that that actually doesn't. It's not good for business. Well, it, it it gets everybody involved. You know, when someone else's kids go to fight your war, you're not that involved. Yeah. 
and they don't want everybody. They yeah. don't want their kids going. Yeah, for sure. Which they dude. even really found a way around that. So, Johnny, uh, back to the Hollywood uh, human safari. I saw a goat on a Hollywood <laughs> Boulevard. You sent me this picture. <laughs> and that was July 4th. There was a goat, and it wasn't a tiny goat. It was a giant goat. Yeah, it wasn't. It was the biggest goat I've ever seen in my life. And it was July 4th. And, Here it you know, is. I found it. Hold on. It'll take a second. Just a second. Keep talking. And, you know, as you know, and you've heard our, our friend Jason Tebow talk about before, like, fireworks on the 4th of July is like an animal's, like, oh, war thing. zone, right? And not just the 4th, but basically the whole week around the 4th, people oh, are just popping on fireworks. Oh, especially in L.A. Like, L.A.'s, like, really known now for their people going crazy with their fireworks. For the whole week. I got this this on the screen now, this goat. <laughs> this fucking well, yeah, dude. Huge. It's, it's like the Godzilla of goats. That looks like a horse. There was I, a guy who, uh, down the street from me in West Hollywood who had a pot-bellied pig that he would just take out on the sidewalk and let it hang out. So, like, I see this goat. I go, dude, what's Is that by Steve Gutenberg's star? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I go, I go... Big fan. I go... This goat loved Police Academy. I, by the way, this is right near a Police Academy karate studio. Another guy, supposedly huge wanger, Steve Gutenberg. Really? Yep. Yep. Who who have we heard as huge wangers? Oh what? Oh, shit. What about the that um big big time Hollywood old Hollywood guy? David Duchovny supposedly got a hammer. Oh, good for him. Good for him. Uh, uh. Well, apparently Ewan McGregor. This is the first result. Is one of the most hung actors in Hollywood. Really? Yeah. Obi Wan. Who else supposedly has a hammer? Obviously, Tommy Lee has a hammer. Yeah. 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 <sighs> Who's the guy who sat on his balls? Who was that guy? Remember that story? That old story about. That you don't remember that no. the actor, uh, oh, uh, oh yeah, the guy from Mr. Belvedere. What was that guy's name? Hold on, Christopher Hewitt. Yeah, he sat on his balls apparently. Oh really? The 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 guy who played the maid or the uh, butler? It, 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 yeah, it might be a uh, urban legend, but let me see. Okay, uh, the world of television has a bunch of urgent urban legends from Barney the dinosaur being caught with cocaine to the legendary lost episode of SpongeBob SquarePants. Don't know about that. Uh, one of the most notorious is that filming on fondly remembered 80s sitcom Mr. Belvedere, which starred Christopher Hewitt as a titular butler who lived with a family in Pittsburgh, was canceled for a while because the portly star sat on his own testicles and had to seek medical attention. Oh, but that just might be, he just has big balls. Yeah, long, saggy balls. Yeah, I'm just, talking about hammer. I know, I was just trying to remember this. Uh, damn, I can't I don't know remember. how we got into goats and hammers. but Because yeah, Gutenberg has a big show. Oh, yeah, that's how we got into it. So he's sitting there, and I'm like, how's this goat on Hollywood Boulevard? He's like, yeah, dude, he's kind of freaking out because of the fireworks. I'm like, or that he's on Hollywood yeah. Boulevard. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is not his natural habitat. And he's like, hey, bro, can you go to Instagram, look up Tom Brady the goat? Supposedly this guy, this this goat has a big following on Instagram. Tom Brady the goat. Yeah, Tom Brady the goat. I, I, so I'm driving home. So that's the Hollywood sto uh, story. Another thing happened on Hollywood Boulevard. I was driving home, and I, I'm going down Hollywood Boulevard because I like the people watch, Right. I used to like to drive by all the hookers and be like, I just like seeing what the hookers are doing. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Did you see a famous goat, dude? Is that, there's something called the Hollywood goat. Yeah. 
Is this the? But it says the Hollywood goat. This might be the goat you saw. Yeah, that is it. Tom, the goat, Tom Brady. Oh, okay. Wait. Oh, I didn't. I thought you were asking me to look that up because no, it was no, no. Un- the related. Goat Tom Brady. Wow, it's famous, dude. I mean, like, yeah, that's him. It's just everywhere. Look at oh, look at that. It's like a what is that? It's like a yearbook portrait. Of, yeah. What is that? Maxim magazine for goats. <laughs> that's his tender profile picture. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Huh. That is a hell of a goat. Yeah. So that's Hollywood Boulevard right there. Yeah. Poor horses. Poor horses. And it's like it's a painless goat, but it's not that famous, right? Yeah, thirty thousand Instagram followers. Now, if you put this goat with hot chicks, it would have like 100,000. Oh, forget, forget about it, yeah. Right? Forget about it. So what was I talking about, John? Oh, so I'm driving by. I like the people watch. Like if there's a place where a bunch of weirdos hang out, I'll drive by just to watch. Just see what they're up to. Colin Farrell, too. Apparently he's got a big one. Yeah, I've heard he's got a big hammer. Um, James Woods. heard that one, too. I've heard that about James Woods as well. <laughs> that he's got a giant hammer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anybody else, Johnny? Don Johnson, I found out. Milton Berle, that's who I was trying to think yes, of. Yes, yeah. and he used to have like a big dick club, right? That he yeah, used to hang out. That's who but I was trying to think of. then he used to do some woman drag stuff, which makes me think he just wanted to see the big dicks. Could be, yeah, could, could be. <laughs> but yeah, that's who I was trying to think but of. But Johnny, don't most guys want to see the big dicks? Think about that. Well, nobody in like pornography, nobody wants to see a... The little, little dick porn, yeah, right? Yeah, nobody does. Yeah. So anyways, I'm driving home, right? And I, somebody brought this up, and I forget who was talking about it. I, someone was talking to me about how there seems... Oh, I was on uh, Kumia today. Kumia. Excuse me. You did Anthony Kumia today? Yeah, I did that today. I like him. And oh, He's great. And he was talking about how there's been a lot of uh, crashing now, vehicle crashings, because people, one, aren't used to the traffic... Yeah, so, we kind of talked about it a little bit with pedestrians last week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like people getting hit in the middle of the street. Yeah. So I don't know what it is, but lately people have just been veering into the lane a lot. I've noticed that too. People just veering into yeah, your lane. Yeah, You're yeah. like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, I've noticed that too. That's don't weird. Get out of my lane. And it's happening a lot where people just drift. They're like, ah, they're like, hey. I've seen, I dude. I've what? seen that so many times. You're so right about that. Yeah, yeah. What so is I that? have two stories. I don't know what it is, but people are now drifting, right? So, anyways, huh. I'm driving down, mind my own business. Suddenly, a car, boom, hits my car. Are you serious? Like, but it's just like it's wow. like just, like what, like a brush kind of a brush, but enough to like I had to grab the steering wheel, wow. right? Wow. Boom! I'm like, what the fuck, man? And he takes off, and I'm like, okay, now I got to chase this dude. So I start chasing this guy, right? We go down, he takes a hard, I'm like, boom, he takes it hard, he takes a hard right, I take a hard right, fast and furious style, I'm chasing him, people just start walking out in, in the middle of the traffic, I have to stop. And I, he got away. He got away. I could have, dude. If I wanted to risk lives, I could have followed him. That sucks. I've done that before. I've chased down cars. Well, I almost do. During the pandemic, I got pushed off the road by somebody like you're saying on Melrose, and then my mirror hit somebody else's mirror who was kind of parked a little bit into the street on Melrose, and so I was torn between do I chase this person down who just made me clip somebody's mirror, 
or and so I pulled the guy started coming up behind me. I'm like, all right, I can't chase this person. And so I pulled over, and then the guy right was like, dude, you hit my mirror or whatever. And I went out and took a picture of it just to be safe. And he's like, I'll be calling you, man. And he took a picture of my insurance and everything. And then I went back and looked at the picture. And the picture, you could tell that the mirror was already busted. He, well, because it had the the cap was off the mirror, the plastic, and the underside of it. You could tell it rained, and then you know you can tell when like, yeah. like dust from the yeah. rain around here. Yeah. And and he never called me back because, and I think it's because I took that picture, and I bust. He was gonna try. He was like, yeah, it's my girlfriend's car, you know. And I think he was gonna try to get me to pay for it, but because I took that picture, always take pictures. Johnny, I, I I think I have videos that have saved my life. Really? Like what? So the last time Metallica played Mexico City was like, I'd have to say like eight or nine years ago, right? You keeping track of that? <laughs> well, because it was a big event because it was Return of Metallica. And they hadn't been there for 20 years at that point. And Dana was shooting the whole concert film. Oh, yeah. Okay, I remember. So she's like flying me down to you be a part of production. Event Sevenfold is opening it. What were you doing? Open. I was just hanging out. That's cool. So I fly down with a buddy of mine. We fly down, and we're supposed to be picked up at the Mexican airport. But our ride isn't there. The Mexican airport. What does that mean? The Mexican, <laughs> the Mexico City the airport. airport. Okay. Oh, I right? got you. Okay. Right? We're supposed to get picked up. And this is important. I say Mexican airport. Who's, so, whose joke is that? The, you put Mexican in front of it. Is that that's how magical? magical. Yeah. It's always the worst, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, weed is great. Mexican weed, horrible. Yeah. Circus, great. Mexican circus, horrible. What are we talking about here? Yeah. Yeah. The Mexican airport. Yeah. Okay. And this is important. Hear me out, Johnny, before you get social justice warrior on me. <laughs> Okay. So we land. Our rides aren't there. And I can't get service where I am. So I'm like, let's just get a taxi. A Mexican taxi. A Mexican taxi. And Johnny, your social justice warrior ass, that actually is something. <laughs> because they tell you, don't get taxis in Mexico City. Because a lot of times, they will kidnap you. Oh, shit. They'll kidnap you and drain your bank account over days and we over time. They're cartel. Mm. And I think that was going to happen. What made you think that? Okay. So we're like, hey, man, let's get a taxi, dude. So we're like, okay, we're going to get a taxi. We go out. We go, hey, where's the taxis? And they're like, holy shit, somebody's going to actually get a taxi. <laughs> yeah, some white person is so stupid enough and to do this. This is where I knew something was weird. He goes, okay, follow me. I go, follow you. Where's your taxi? So we start walking through this Mexico City airport. And as we're walking, I'm noticing that the airport is getting more and more third world. What, as you went to different terminals? Is yeah, that as we're walking through, it's getting older and weirder. and Like, this is the part we don't let the white people see. Yeah, <laughs> I'm dead serious. <laughs> to the point, we leave the airport through a back door into an alley. And there's chickens running all over the place. So it's like a movie set almost. It's like this side's the airport, and on the back is the, is Dude, the desert. Hand to God, the truth. That's wild. So we get in there, and I'm like, this is kind of weird, but who cares? We're in Mexico City. Let's go have a good time. Thank God I used to do a video called Before and After Show, right? Where I would interview like a comic before 
their show about how they think it's going to go, especially if I knew there's a good chance they're going to eat it. Okay. <laughs> and then I would interview them after the show. I bet that was funny. Yeah. I used to do it with my buddy Nodder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You talked about this guy a few times. Yeah, uh, the greatest human being of all time. Where is he now? Is he out here? He, he's married. He teaches. He's literally the best human being okay. in the world. Cool. Is he out here? Yeah. I want to call him up about the time he found out uh, 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 his parents' old porno. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we should then make him a guest sometime for that. Uh, Might get him in trouble, though, being a so, teacher. So we get in there, and I decide to interview this guy about where the hookers are. The ca- taxi driver? Yeah. Okay. So I start interviewing him. Senor, no, no, no phones. Oh, they, they're like, hey, da, da, da. I'm like, come on, just tell us, tell us where the hookers are. And he drops us off at the thing. We walk up backstage. Everybody, it's me and my buddy Gary. Everybody is freaking out. They're like, where have you been? We're like, we got in a taxi. Like, you don't get in taxis, man. They kidnap people here. And I thought, because, dude, it's like, who walks you How through? are you supposed to get there, though? They were supposed to have somebody come and pick us up. Oh, oh, a car service. Okay. Yeah. So that's the story of that. I don't know how that story got going, but I have one more story. So traffic's gotten really bad, right? Yeah. It's gotten really bad. So I, I'm driving, I think, was it to our office? Uh, yeah, I think, I think I was driving here, right? Yeah, driving, making some flyers for promotion shows, stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going down this street and the light just turns yellow, but it's still yellow. And I do like a quick turn onto this street up here. I, don't I do that all the time. Yeah. Right? Well, there's a minivan that is coming this way. And he wants to turn, but he sees me and he, he wants to commit to turn. But I'm like, dude, I have the right of way. Right? Yeah, if you're turning right. Yeah, yeah I have the right of way. So I just go ahead. He turns and just gets behind me. Hard riding me, and I'm like, What's this dude in a minivan doing? So then he goes up, gives me a dirty look, runs in front of me, and goes to get into like to turn down side street. I drive by him like this, I just drive, <laughs> boom, flip him off. Yeah, I've right? done, done that a few times. He takes off and starts chasing me. First of all, there should be a universal rule don't get out of your car, don't start a fight. You're allowed to talk shit in the car, yeah. Right? You're I in mean, your little capsule. Yeah. We're in traffic. Everybody hates it. Calm down. Yeah. It's like, There's it's no like professional wrestling, basically. Yeah. You know, right? Just... Say or do whatever you want. Just don't pull a gun and don't get out and start swinging on people. So, this dude's chasing me down. I'm taking, I'm on like four months of Croft Maga, dog. <laughs> he doesn't want any smoke with you. He don't want to smoke. <laughs> I don't want to smoke. But he pulls up, right? And it's like a dude who looks like he takes coaching T-ball way too serious. Oh, okay. Like gray beard, like an angry Santa. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But not quite as old Santa, but almost Intimidating there. though, like looking at No! No, okay. And he's like, hey, dude. Wait, where are you that he gets out of the car? I'm, no, he, he pulls up oh, in his oh, car. Okay. He rolls down his window. My win- He's like, hey, man, pull over here. You want some? Pull over here. I go, dude. You're in a minivan. You look like Santa Claus. You're not <laughs> fighting anybody. 
<laughs> what are you doing, dude? You think you can beat up anybody? I go, he's like, pull over and find out. I'm like, you're in a minivan, Santa. <laughs> you're a minivan, Santa. <laughs> minivan Santa, that's the name of this one. What are you doing? What go, and he just drove off. Of I'm like, of course you're going to drive off. I hope he listens to the show. What if he did? He's like, oh, I think that's Sam Tripoli. I'm going to fight him in Ellis Mania. I messed up. I messed up. That was great. Are you excited about Ellis Mania? I, am I? I don't know. Is it What's going on there this year? Jason Ellis is fighting Luis J. Gomez. Oh, you told me about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would like to see that for sure. I would like to see it as well. Interesting, because Lewis looked good against. Uh, I think against. I, uh, what's his name? Hey, dude, he got really mad at me, you know, because that's Lewis. Lewis likes to make everything. Oh, WWF. pretending that you were cheering like, for Ryan. Yeah, I thought Ryan. I don't know. Here, if I could tell you what I thought went wrong with that fight, is they changed the rules why Ryan was on his that back. That was bullshit. Yeah, that's the. Oh, that's my biggest problem. But Ryan got gassed for sure. Yeah, got completely gassed. I mean, Lewis was looked impressed. I have I was really impressed by Lewis. I wouldn't want to fight him. I think sure. this is a giant jump in in competition. I Don't think you J think? Do, what do you think about this thing though? We should just say talk about this. What do you think about this thing of, of comedians who have a career in comedy fighting? Like what? The, why? What? You know? What? I think, hey, dude, it's that, all about that. Nah, maybe. I mean, why do it? I think it's funny, dude. Take Krav Maga, like Sam. I love it. He, he used to challenge me to You wouldn't fight. do that, though, right? You wouldn't no, fight. Well, I'm too old. I'm 48. He, I think he's 38. Okay. I'm too old to fight him. Would I fight somebody my age? Hell yeah. You would do that now. How's that guy from H3, H3? <laughs> I think he's just prematurely gray. I don't think he's as old as you think he is. He's 36, yeah. I'd still fight him. But that's I I don't, I don't want see. I think this. If you don't have to fight to earn a living, I don't think I don't think you sh should worry about it. Don't it's fight. basically sparring, though. But those guys like that. Like nah, that's Jason still... Ellis. He likes that. Yeah, he, well, Jason Ellis, I get because he's a he's. A, I mean, he talks about this. I'm not making fun of bullying. Me. I would never make fun of Jason. Ellis. He he's a like a person who's had a traumatic life. You know, he's very yeah. traumatized. Yeah. Very traumatized. So I mean, that's one. Th maybe. Oh, I guess Lewis has. To, I don't know. They're both kind of damaged in their own ways. But, but I'd love to watch them fight. Me too. Hell yeah. I think it's going to be a it. good Shit. fight. You're damn right I'll watch it. Yeah. I, I mean, I, you know, I, 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 I mean, Jason Ellis has been training hard for a very long time. Yes. Yes. He's a serious, serious person. I think he, I, I think it's going to be interesting. He is much. How old is, how old is Luis Gomez and how Luis J. Gomez and how old is Jason Ellis? I thought we Ellis? took his J away from him when he missed the. Uh, oh, Saturday. yeah. So Luis Gomez. Uh, Jason now is 49. 49. And Luis Gomez is 30 plus, according to the internet. That's all it has. It's just 30 plus years I old. I think he's like 38, not, 39. Not revealed, it says right here. I think he's 38, 39. According to celebsreallife.com. Celebs? Good for you, Luis. Big J. Okerson was born in 77, if you want to know. So that. he's... Uh, 43. 43. They're probably about the same age, I would guess. Maybe... So, yeah, dude, I think it's going to be interesting, bro. Yeah, I want to see that. I think it's going to be interesting, dude. I'm very, I'm excited about it. Who do you got? Oh, mercy. I, just because of his experience, I would take Ellis probably, but I, I'm not, I don't feel strong I about feel it. like it's Ellis's fight, but I mean, I, I think Luis Gomez. He's could, got heart, man. And he's talented. He, man, I think he's he got surprised me last year. Yeah, and me I, too. Was that last year? That was like two years ago. Two years ago. You're yeah. right. Two years ago. So 
I, I think it's going to be interesting fight. I, I definitely give the edge to Ellis because I just feel like he's been doing it longer. Like Ellis has been training all the time with like, yeah, I don't even, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know enough about what Luis J. Gomez has done to say anything. I love Luis J. Gomez, and he's, I'm going to give him the J back. I do love him. He's hilarious. I yeah. think he's the Vince McMahon of podcasting. He's a genius promoter. He's, he's hilarious. He's a genius. Yeah. Like, Skankfest is already sold out. They've already sold wow, out. Wow, really? That's amazing. It's already sold out. That's impressive, especially during this shit, because, I, I mean, you're hearing about it, that the Vince are having trouble selling tickets. Well, I think people are afraid to go out. Yeah. Yeah. So those are my stories, Johnny. Do um, you have you, any? Well, did you want to do Rachel Nichols and Maria Taylor? All right, yeah. So so we also, like, we're doing some weird stories, but I also want to do mainstream stories, and, and some of them will be sports. I know not everybody here is a sports person, but sometimes they do have real-world consequences. So, Johnny, basically, can you lay down the story so everybody knows what, what we're, story we're talking about? All right, let me... I'm just going to... Uh... Basically... Yeah, I'm just going to, I think, okay, here we go. I'm just going to read this. This is from the New York Times, uh, from Kevin Draper. As the NBA playoffs started in May, the stars of ESPN's marquee basketball show, NBA Countdown, discussed whether they would refuse to appear on it. They were objecting to a production edict from executives that they believe was issued to benefit a sideline reporter and fellow star, Rachel Nichols, despite comments she had made suggesting that the host of NBA Countdown, Maria Taylor, had gotten that job because she is black. Nichols is white. A pre-show call with Taylor and the other commentators, Jalen Rose, Adrian Wojnarowski, and Jay Williams, Jason Williams, that's his name, as well as NBA Countdown staff members, had turned acrimonious, and Jimmy Pataro, ESPN's president, had several phone conversations while at a family event to try to help smooth you sure he... I'm so sure. they were all mad at Rachel Nichols. Yeah, uh-huh. Some of those involved uh, saw the initial maneuvering as a sign of the network favoring Nichols despite a backdrop of criticism from employees who complained that the sports network has long mishandled problems with racism. It had declined to discipline Nichols despite fury throughout the company over her remark, which she made during a phone conversation nearly a year ago after learning that she would not host coverage during the 2020 NBA Finals as she had been expecting. Uh, I wish Maria Taylor all the success in the world. She covers football. She covers basketball, Nichols said in July 2020. If you need to give her more things to do because you are feeling pressure about your crappy longtime record on diversity, which, by the way, I know personally from the female side of it, like, go for it. Just find it somewhere else. You are not going to find it from me or taking my thing away. That's what Rachel Nichols said. So here's where it's eating you alive. Like, listen to her. She's so ready to play that diversity card and now it got played on her. Yep. Do you understand? It's never going to stop. Yeah, there's no end. Okay? So let me get this right. So Jalen Rose and all these people are mad that she complained about losing a job, and right? And then ESPN was still going to put her back in a in a prime, a plum position on NBA Countdown for the finals this year. And so they were protesting that, yeah. I'm, but, like, she's just supposed to have her job taken away and be like, Thank you. Is that what you're supposed to do? I used to have a joke about that. Did I ever tell you the time that me and Dane Cook almost got into a fight? I don't think so. No. So, and this is this is relevant to this. Yeah. So, I was going to showcase the time store, and Jamie Masada, who who is who is a retard. Wait, how long ago is this? This is literally Ages like ago. twenty years okay, ago. Okay. So I'd say about twenty twenty something. I mean, years if ago. it was when you were showcasing, yeah. Yeah. Now Jamie made me a showcase regular, right? 
Like, and then he made me just regular. I never Wait, even I, had the showcase. You said the comedy store, but you mean the Laugh Factory, right? No, the Laugh Factory. Yeah. Okay. Well, the the comedy store made me a showcase regular. They, I killed so hard in one showcase, and Mitzi's like, he's disgusting. But everybody knew that I crushed it. That they made me a new category, which was showcase regular. I always got the showcase. So they they eventually knew Mitzi would pick me up, right? That's cool. That's cool. So the comedy. So I would go to Laugh Factory, and what? Dude, I the Laugh Factory showcase before the show Dublin's was so good that I used to drive out from Vegas when I lived there to play the Laugh Factory. Wow. Okay. Because you got in front of a cool. real crowd, uh-huh. and you just I go up there and crush, right? So then he's like, one day he's like, I, I'm, you're not, you don't have to showcase. You're a regular. I'm like, oh my god, thank you. And then like the next week, he'd be like, no, you showcase. Oh. I'm like, okay, dude, whatever. So one day I get a that showcase, sucks. and I, I'm doing a show, and I show up, and everyone's like, oh yeah, Jamie's not here. I'm like, sweet. Because <laughs> now I get to do my regular set. So wait, I had, wait, what? You kind of work cleaner or something? Yeah, when he was there? okay, you gotcha. know. Because back in the day, the rule was you have to work clean to get in. And then if you got big enough, you could do dirty comedy. And I'm right. like, fuck you. It's from the uh, hangover from that 80s thing where everybody, you weren't trying to get a sitcom. Well, you know, it's like when I moved to L.A., you know, we were full. No, when I started comedy, which was like in 93, right? 92, 93. No, I think it was. I think it Shit, was. You're coming up on 30 years. In yeah, I'm at, I'm at. This November would be 28. That's wild, dude. Right? So, so, uh, everybody wants Seinfeld, but I was like, I'm not, I, I, dude, I grew up on Kennison. Do you Dice. get any nerves on stage right now? Like, say a big, like a, a packed show at the comedy store, not, no, not I get a, I like get, a chaos show. No, I get anxious. I get anxious to get up. I just want to do it. But like, you don't I, get that uncomfortable, like you're about to be sick. None of that shit. Nope. That's so lucky, dude. Dude, I mean, I'm almost 28 years Did in. Did you get that ever? Did you ever get that? Oh, I used to get... I would overthink it so badly that I would I would just destroy myself. But do you ever get... Like, you feel your heart, like the power, like the, the beating? Listen, and- I think you should always have a little of that. It's a, mm-hmm. a healthy fear of the crowd. I've seen people who don't have that, and they're never, ever... See, I'd kill not to have that. It's just... It overtakes you, me. You have a little... I mean, dude, you always want to be I like, today much, might so. be the day... That they hate me. I have like stage fright or something. Like it just gets worse. Um, so but I go up I and I do a joke. And like I was the, back in the day, I was such a huge. I'm still a huge Tool fan. I love yeah, Tool, yeah. especially their early shit is just to me the greatest stuff. I, if I if you go, you could only see one band for the rest of your life. I'd be like early Tool. You don't think it would be too dark to listen to like that? I mean, it's not a little too negative. You think? Not for me. I fucking love that I, stuff. I mean, I, I liked it too. But. You know, um, so I so there's this line, but like I'm breathing, so I guess I'm still alive. You know, and so I wanted to do this kind of homage. Is that what it's called? Yeah, to, homage. Yeah. To to the to tool and, and it was based on the time i got pulled over by the cops in la and they handed me a ticket a 350 dollar ticket and as soon as he handed it to me i thanked the police officer for it <laughs> i'm like dude thank you i'm like that's like saying thank you after you get prison raped right and i'd be like i'm breathing so i guess i'm still alive thank you right so i do the that's joke funny, yeah, yeah. right i do the joke what'd you 350 what was that i forgot what the uh, wow one of the many tickets I fought, Johnny. And we'll get into that. I don't want to dump all the stories on here. 
So I do the joke on, on stage. It's a very dark joke. It's a rape joke. Yeah, right? But no, I mean, I, yeah, it's not that bad. Well, I mean, for then, nobody yeah, was doing yeah, yeah. dirty shit back then. Literally nobody. I'm sorry. Every, you know, David Tell was, but in L.A., nobody was doing dirty comedy. It was like me and Joey Diaz. Really? That, Rogan, too. Huh. Rogan. Okay. Rogan. But, you know, it's like if you ask Dan, the sound guy, he goes, two people start doing coke jokes here. Joey Diaz, Sam Tripoli. <laughs> so I get off stage, and Butch Bradley... This other guy named Dave. I who's, forget what Dave's Butch? last name. What? Butch, Butch Bradley's a very funny comic. Has a residency in Vegas. Okay. Butch Bradley, another uh, funny Dave. He quit comedy to become a teacher. Someone else. And Dane Cook was there. So, and I didn't know Dane. And at the time, my friend Scott, Are you guys about the same age? Nobody knows Dane's real age, but I think he's Joe Rog around Joe Rogan's age. A little bit older than you. Yeah. yeah. Like, slightly older. Like maybe 50, 51, 52. I don't okay, know. Okay. So I, I I say goodbye to everybody. And then I, I see Dane and I go. Did you know him much? At I this didn't point? know him, but okay. I knew of him. Okay. okay. And, you know. How, so, how was he, Where was he in his career at this point? He he owned a laugh factory. Okay. He was the laugh factory guy. But he wasn't national yet. Now, I want to start by saying that I, I right now today, I'm rooting for Dane Cook. Like, I want Dane Cook to get a chance to have a career. Like, and he's doing it. But I really want people, like, of all the guys that got demonized for a short time, he's the one out of everybody who's kind of been like, I hear ya. I'm going to change my ways. I'm going to do my own thing. His stuff was all him being shitty to other comics, all right? Wasn't that? I mean, dude, a very famous story from a very insider at the Laugh Factory. He made a list of people who couldn't play there. And it wasn't even comics who like were like him. It was like comics that were just on the up and up coming. Just based on their acts. So. Yeah. Just didn't want the competition. That's terrible. Okay. And that's why I always thought like when Crystalia came through, which I always thought was like had a had a dang cook quality to him in terms of like just yeah, like yeah. this force of nature on stage, but like had worked out all the kinks, like could be was a great actor and people liked him. You know, Dane, so Dane now it's like let him let him do his thing, man. Let him let him work. He's he 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 causes no problems. He's he really just wait does wait. Dane thing. said that about who? No, I, I'm saying oh, that about oh, okay, Dane right okay. now. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Because the Dane I'm talking about, I don't think is that guy anymore. Yeah, he seems like a humble guy now. Yeah, yeah. he's a totally different guy. So I see Dane there, and I go, I go, I go, hey Dane, man, uh, take care. He goes, hey dude, I go. And right there, I just yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah, hey dude. I go, hey, what's up? How many fights have started with hey, hey dude? Hey dude, you're doing my bit. Oh God. I go, what? And Armenian fire eyes come on. I go, what bit's that, dude? <laughs> he goes, you know that bit where you thank the cop for the ticket? That's my bit. I go, you do a rape joke? I've never heard that ever in your life. At this point, I hadn't heard that joke. Yeah. He later on had a joke that I always thought was really funny about how like girls have rape fantasies. Okay. Yeah. And he's like, "Am I raping you right?" And I'm like, "Oh god. That's pretty funny." <laughs> yeah. Um because I had a girlfriend who had that fantasy. I uh, I know women who have. Yeah. yeah, which is like really a weird thing, right? I don't know any guys that have that fantasy. Well, no, it's a kink. Like it, there's a name for it. I can't remember what it is, yeah, but it's, it's called like, rape fantasy. No, but it's like 
consensual rape, something like that. Yeah, it's stupid. Anyways, I mean, if you're into that, you're into that. I don't, I'm not going to judge. As long as you're not hurting kids, I don't care what you do with consenting adults. Yeah. But I go, hey, man, what's that joke? He goes, that joke? Yeah, that's my joke. I go, what? I never, oh, I did on TV five years ago. I'm about to lose it. Scott Ross grabs me, throws me out. I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, dude, you're about to get banned from the Laugh Factory for life. And if you haven't seen Sam wound up, when he gets wound up, there's no. Uh, I bang back with down. the ba- dude. I bang with Eddie Griffin. I bang with Dice Clay. It just I bang takes with time. D- Only Dane time Cook. can cool Sam down. You can't. There's no magic combination of words. <laughs> there's nothing you can say to him to, well, to it's wind just like, him back dude, down. Dude, I don't play that game. I don't play that game. Carla Bow tried to pull that shit on me, and it's like, dude, he was lying. He lied. Tried to get me banned at the comedy store when I buried him on the road, dog. Wait, what did he try to get you banned for? So we did the finish the finish the Dane thing, then okay. play the Carla Bow thing. So so then, so the biggest show at that time was a show called Dublin's. It was the biggest comedy show, literally up to that point, the greatest comedy show ever. Okay, there so you had Laugh Factory, I, I, Dublin's, and then Comedy Store right down the Sunset. The biggest Irish bar you'll ever see in your life. It was the greatest comedy club ever, ran by Jay D- Comedy Night, Tuesday night, ran by That's Jay Davis, that, Ahmed Ahmed. That building doesn't ever. look like a com- I mean, like a, a, a bar at all, either. They were the best. They put together, that was the greatest show at that time. It almost looks like a beach house or something. Yeah, it? it's called South Beach. That's what oh, it was okay. before it was it themed like that. Okay, yeah. okay, gotcha. And dude, Dublin's was amazing because for the first time that I can remember... All the comics from all three clubs were allowed to perform together. Because back in the day, you were only allowed to perform at one club. What, so, you mean like Improv, Laugh Factory? Improv comedy comics store. stayed at the right. Improv, Laugh Factory comics stayed at the Laugh Factory. Comedy store comics stayed at the Comedy Store. What were the different... I always... The, this from what I've heard. It seems like the Improv... Was and the, the laugh factory. Okay, so you're saying like more like nerdy intellectual yes. Improv? Laugh Factory's pop comedy. Okay, okay. Right? And then the comedy store is supposed to be for the savages. Well, that's what I was always thought that the comedy store was maybe a little less marketable in some ways, at least in that part. More of raw. Yeah, more raw. That's yeah, yeah. where the raw yeah. shit was supposed to happen. No holds barred, that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, let's uh, pre-COVID. I mean, look how hot that club was, and who was there? All the savages making hand over fist. We're it's it's chaos. Wait, so what with Dane? So after, so, so you're getting held back. So I go to the I I go there the next day because it was the place to hang out. And dude, this is how crazy Dublin was. Britney Spears at the height of her power would hang out. Really? One time, and it's just a, a bar. It was this. It had the giant floor that just went forever, forever, for like live music or just live music okay. everything. Mm-hmm. And every, like so, one time Alonzo Bowden. Now Alonzo Bowden, God bless that dude. He used to have to follow Dane Cook every Tuesday at he, the height of Dane Cook's power. The most powerful Dane Cook was performance wise. Why? Why did that happen every? Because Tuesday? it was just the way it worked out, and it allowed Alonzo to go up all the time, and he just did it. He crushed. didn't he win last comic standing? I think he won it one year. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways. So one night, this is how popular Dublin's was. Dublin's was, he was on stage and he was doing a joke about NSYNC shitting on them and the room is quiet. And everyone's like, and Alonzo's Uh like, why are you guys so quiet? And someone goes, 
Because they're in the room. Oh, God. <laughs> and here's what I'll tell you. That's, Justin that's such a Hollywood story. Is way taller than you think he is. I have like, respect for that guy. Yeah. He's not a tiny dude. I'm not surprised. He's a big guy. He's a, at least tall dude. So, anyways, I go there. There's there. I see Dane. So I walk up to Dane because I I don't give a shit, brother. Yeah, he's six one. Yeah. I go I go. Hey, Dane. He goes what? I go. Why don't you do me a favor, man? Why don't you go on stage and do the joke that you said I stole from you, so I can see how similar they are? He goes, "How about this? How about I have ICM and my agents send you and, and my lawyers oh, send God. you some documents?" I go, "How about this? How about I beat the fuck out of you right now? <laughs> I'll beat the fuck out of you, bro." He goes, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" I go, "I'll fuck you up, bro. Who the fuck are you to talk to me like that? You're way up here and I'm way down here." He's like, "Hey, hey, hey, dude, chill." I go, "Hey, man, who are you to talk?" He goes, "Listen, man, I saw the bit." I thought about it. It's not the same bit. I go, dude, you got to fucking have a little more class than this. Well, dude, what he did to try to, like, that, that sort of big time insult. Yeah. It, that he, it, I mean, that was obviously. I bang with everybody, to... bro. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah. Now I don't want to bang with anybody, but I banged with everybody back surprised. in the day. That was one of my first Sam experiences when I realized, okay, Sam's a, an extreme dude. Was you and uh, what, Aaron Cater? Just screaming at each other in the. I, I have. Do you want to hear a little bit of that? I recorded that. Can I? Well, I don't. We don't have Aaron's permission. Yeah, I don't want to do it, and I moved on from that. And uh, it, it's so funny though, dude. But you he guys touched just, me. That's why you touched me, bro. No, you fucking touched me, man. Yeah. And and what they were arguing about was Hillary Clinton. <laughs> yeah. So and lesson learned, but that was the story. Let's we'll go. Well, well, okay, we'll say that. I'll make another time. That. Okay, let me make another. You want to do the news now? And you know, what's so funny was like, um, what was very interesting is when Carl recently passed i was quiet and everyone's like you didn't say anything and i go yeah because i'm showing him respect <laughs> is he the guy he's the guy who tells that story about uh kennison dying in he, his arms kennison right? died in his his uh that's brutal that's a brutal story his, his, yeah in his arms Ugh. all right we'll be let fast. me finish my point on this on that on that ESPN story, um, I think I closed it. But yeah, okay. Then Maria Taylor. Maria Taylor. So now the rumor is she has a three million dollar offer on the table. She's turned it down. It got well, up to five mil. Let me, hold on, I'll read you the rest of that because that that's the. I'll just read you the rest of that. Oh, fucking New York Times wants money now because I closed the. Oh, never mind. Just fucking go ahead. I, there was some. It? There was something in the story about her contract, but I can't read it because. So she's up. They want to renew her. They want her to stick around. They want to give her. The the rumor is she's being offered three to five. She's turning it down because she wants Stephen A. Smith money. Which is just ridiculous. I mean, Stephen A. Smith is on that channel more than the ESPN logo. I mean, he might Dude, as well be the logo of the show. It's ridiculous. They've released everybody that made that channel great for budget cuts. Which he's in trouble now for <laughs> saying that Shohei Otani would be more famous if he spoke English well, which who denies that? Yeah, I mean, it's that. Dude, it's why Dirk Nowitzki never got giant sh uh, sponsorship contracts because he didn't Speak with an English accent. Because yeah, nobody wants to hear the same accent that Hitler spoke with trying to sell them cars. Or, or like Luka Doncic. Why isn't he bigger? Because he doesn't speak with an English accent. It's just basic stuff. And it's just like, hey, man, I'm really sorry. I don't care because Stephen A. Smith it fully participates in this cancel culture bullshit. So good. I think it's hilarious that they had an Asian guy come on. I think it's just so funny. It's like 
Here we are again in this full-on psyop. But going back to that girl, that woman, excuse me, going back to that woman. Maria she, Taylor? Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's attractive. Beautiful. You remember when her and uh, who's the one you love? Katie, what's her face? That's dating Dan Dan Soder. Uh, she's Katie Nolan. No, I don't. I don't. Love Katie her. Nolan's on there. She's okay. Katie Nolan and this this Taylor girl were uh, having a, a conversation because they were called out on being hot chicks on the show, and they were talking about how hard it is to be them, how oh, hard it is to be hot all the time, and, and it is what it is. Try right? being ugly. Yeah, try being yeah. ugly. I mean, you can't complain about something when it's the reason you're there, right? You can't complain how hard it is to be you, be that, when that's why you're there. Try having a cleft palate or something, you know? I mean, so, give me a break. So, I mean, there's certain people on there that are ugly, and that's, you know they're good. It's yeah. like, oh, hell yeah. It's like British actors. You're yeah. like, oh, you are so unfuckable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to be great at acting. Yeah. Like, uh, when I used to take acting classes, I used to get so many notes of my acting. And I was like, oh, they're basically telling me I'm not attractive enough to be a bad actor. <laughs> That's basically what I got from that. The good looking people just walk through. Great job. Me, it's like they're just nickeling and diming me. Just I'm like, oh, I'm not good looking enough to walk through this thing. Did you have to learning lines? Yeah, yeah, no, but I just, I, 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 dude, my natural acting is bad acting. I, I like, act natural. I'm a bad actor. I mean, look at me. So, anyways, I think I'd be good. So this, this Taylor chick, it's like eight million dollars. I've acted like I've acted like I thought you were funny for like two, three years. Okay, Johnny, we get it. I mean, but like, what is she like? If you took her off, would any show skip a beat? And I guess your value is whatever somebody wants to pay you. But it's literally laughable. Wouldn't know the difference. No, there would be nothing you could replace her with a ton of people. Well, now they can't though because of all this shit. Now, now she is somebody who they. No, have dude. To keep. If you took her and inst- and put in someone of the same demographic, it wouldn't skip a beat. Maybe. Maybe I don't know. I feel like her now. Now they would make it a point to like people would boycotting and. Now stuff. have you seen that this format that goes on now in sports talk on cable, which is started with you know the Stephen A. Smith show, and they had this like, a, they always have an attractive ethnic chick yeah. who yeah. basically, on a lot of these shows, ex- they Colin Coward has a, a, a really hot. Sidekick, like co-host, she's really hot. But it's the Howard Stern model, though. It's a it's, it's somebody all that, ethnic. Yeah. They always the Dan Patrick is the only one that has all guys. It's always a, a hot ethnic chick that is basically because you know every every sports bar you go into, the guys watching ESPN, they all have just some hot uh, Indian woman there, kind of watching sports. So the notion of like an all female panel talking sports is like such a contrived thing, no. like. The only time all women talk, women are talking sports is when they're in the kitchen making the guacamole during the Super Bowl. Go That's it. to the mall during the Super Bowl. Yeah. See who's walking around. It's all women. They don't care. Yeah. And I don't care that they get a job. That's fine. But it's laughable they're having a bunch of chicks sitting around yeah. talking sports. They're the exception that proves the rule. There we go. I love that. Johnny, get through your stories. Mm-hmm.
You want to do the news? Let's do the news. Okay. Okay, we got news. Uh, we'll be quick about this. Let me. Uh, but we do have some wild stories. Okay. <laughs> this is from. Uh, this is from Texas, I think. Okay, you ready for this headline, dude? Check us out, Sam. Yeah. You ready for this? You don't look ready. Uh, woman let God take the wheel as test of faith in high-speed Ohio crash. Police say. <laughs> this is from Beachwood, Ohio. A driver involved in a high-speed collision after she literally tried to let God take the wheel last month now faces multiple charges. <laughs> Ohio police say. On June 15, officers responded to an intersection in the city of Beechwood where a car had knocked down several power lines, a utility pole, and crashed into a house. Shortly before midnight, no one in the home was hurt, thank God. Uh, according to a police report, a woman, 31 years old, approached the officers and told them she was driving the car and that her daughter, 11, was in the front passenger seat. Oh, oh. my God. Both mother and daughter were taken to the hospital for evaluation. Traffic cameras showed the woman's vehicle heading south on Richmond Road at more than 100 miles an hour. Oh, my Holy cow. God. And speeding through a red light on uh, at Shaker Boulevard. Oh, my God. Uh, the, that poor girl. Oh, she even hit a little... She she, can, she even hit another car, if you look at these little photos here. The oh kid must have been terrified. Oh, my God. She blew through that intersection, narrowly missed killing somebody there at that intersection. You can see where it kind of blew off the bumper of that car right there. Uh, the woman hit another car, causing her vehicle to spin at a high oh rate of speed until God. it crashed into the utility pole, another car, and the house, according to police. Oh, my. And you're going to do it with your daughter. Dude, this The I woman can't. told police that she intentionally drove at a high rate of speed and threw the red light to test her faith with God, according to the report. She told police that she's going through some trials and tribulations uh, and was recently fired from her job. The woman said she let go and let God take the wheel, the report said. There is something to be said. I hope somebody for uh, help, takes care of that girl, yeah. that little girl. Damn. Next story. God helps those who help uh, themselves. You know what, dude? It's just, you know, great. You know, when I was taking martial arts, my sifu once said, "Even bad people are allowed to learn martial arts," and that's the same thing with kids. Even crazy people can have kids, and Isn't it that sucks. True, yeah. That truth. There's this kind of war going on in Arkansas, apparently, between uh, Christians and this art collective that keeps like defacing billboards and stuff. Check this out. A uh, group defaces Little Rock billboard, continuing activism in Arkansas. Originally, the billboard read, stressed out, IBLP.com, which is like a religious, some kind of biblical website or something. And it was changed to stay stressed out, masturbate. <laughs> I love it. Uh, this is, And then they took this big Jesus statue and look what they wrote on it. Yeah. God bless abortions. They put this big sign. <laughs> it says God bless abortions. They're really trolling hard, aren't they? Oh my god. Wasn't that god, crazy? dude. Hey man. It's called In Decline. Uh it's an activist group called In Decline. And uh, what do they stand for? Um, I don't know. It's the Christ of the Ozarks monument that they uh vandalized. Ozarks has a Christ statue? Yeah, kinda it kinda looks like that one. I'll be uh, honest with you, I find Brazil. that kind of lazy. I like the first one, masturbate. But the other one is kind of like yeah, that is it's it's just like it's not it's like shock comedy. It, well, it's, it's like old lady activist. You know, it's like under it's like unoriginal. Here's what they say. Okay, in a culture that celebrates violence, oh here we go, misogyny, individual achievement, we don't understand why the sudden taboo <laughs> on self work once that work becomes a little saucy and decline said. But if you get permission from the priest, 
Consider this a hall pass from us. So they're just trying to be funny there. But anyway. Uh, okay. I thought that was kind of funny. That this uh, this I, is... I, I, dude, I, I say rage against all institutions. I mean, like, is, uh, dude, I don't know why we're not doing dick doodles on Catholic Church. I'm about to be honest with you. And I'm sorry if you're Catholic, but, you know, it's like, I'm Italian. I don't like the fucking Vatican, okay? I can separate my personal stuff from this this organization that is knee-deep in hurting kids. So, yeah. I'm sorry, dude. I, I, if you wanted to face, like, take that to a Catholic church and light that shit up because those people need to have a day of reckoning. I'm get, sorry, dude. Get your God out of the secret society that is the Catholic church. Uh, okay. Um, yes, Johnny, that's this, great. This is from uh, someone recently returned a brook to a British cathedral library. I don't, that's something they only have in Britain, a cathedral library, whatever that is, uh, that officials say they believe was checked out more than 300 years ago. It's a 300-year late book for... Uh, what is the late fee on that? <laughs> yeah, got it. The book, a 1704 edition of The Faith and Practice of a Church of England Man, originally written in 1688, arrived via mail at Sheffield Cathedral this week with a note enclosed explaining that it came from a woman in Wales who found it among her godmother's belongings after she died. In the godmother's will, it says, uh, the bequest that it should return to Sheffield Cathedral. <laughs> She's returning. Inside, it's actually dated 1709, and it's very beautifully written. It says, the book belongs to Ye Landing Library at Sheffield Church. Johnny, how much, like, how much of the will do you have to do? Like, uh, is it like binding... Is it like I got it's in the will? Oh yeah, dude. It's yeah. It's like, like if your dad dies, he's like, take my flashlight to Uncle Tom. <laughs> you gotta be like, hey, Uncle Tom. Maybe the executor. Oh, like, I can't believe your father's dead. Hey, uh, anyways, um, he want me to give you this. What is it? Is it? Is it our old father's? Tell me, tell me. I'll give you a clue. Here you go. Just listen. Oh. Oh no, he didn't leave me his flashlight, did he? Yeah, it's flashlight. Ah! <laughs> um, have you ever heard that like people apparently there's ashes just all over Disneyland. People love to get their ashes spread at Disneyland, so people sneak in there and just dump people's ashes into the lake and shit like that. Isn't that fun? Where do you want your ashes dumped, Johnny? I don't want to be cremated, uh, for one. My mom wants it. She is everybody loves my mother and she she's like, I don't want any kind of services. I'm like, Mom, people love you. It's going to be like a Rolling Stones concert when you pass. <laughs> I don't care. I told you what I want to do, Johnny. I want to be chopped up and put under a tree. Why? They have to chop you up to do that? Yeah, isn't there this thing they can throw my body in? Like, didn't we talk about this before? Oh, like oh, a bag? Yeah. Well, that's there's a story about people that are burying, I don't know, bodies and growing trees or something. Yeah, like that. that's what I want, Johnny. Okay. Johnny, if I die, that's what you got to do. Okay, I'll get right on that. Johnny. There, you better leave some money. To, to, I'm going to get this fly by the end of the show. <laughs> um, this is this is just a quick thing. This is from The Verge. Uh, Apple's weather app won't say it's 69 degrees. <laughs> it's if, just ridiculous. If you're an iPhone user, the weather is always a particularly nice 69 degrees or 68. Any temperature but 69, actually, because it turns out the built-in weather app on some versions of iOS, including the current version, 14.6, will refuse to display the Internet's favorite number, even if the actual temperature in a given location is, in fact, 69 degrees. Can you believe degrees. that, dude? It's like 
Find a, find an athlete with the number 69. It doesn't exist. Yeah. It doesn't exist. But you can find a lot of instant messenger handles that have 69 about so, 800 times. Do you think that like Jordan was big enough to get 69 if he wanted? Yeah, he could have. Who are there anybody else big enough to be like no, Maybe like I want Tom 69. Brady or something like that? Uh, you see it in football. I have seen it in football. Offensive linemen. I know a few offensive linemen have 69. I've seen Really? That. Yeah, I think Jordan Gross had 69, if I'm not mistaken, for the Panthers. Can you look up pro athletes with the number 69? I know De- Dennis Rodman wanted it. Yeah, Jordan Gross was number 69 for the Panthers. Anybody else? Um. Uh. Yeah, yeah, offensive linemen, pitchers. Uh, is that Garrett Cole, maybe? Holy shit, Kelsey? Yeah, what? I guess I thought he was, huh. I thought he was like 70 or something. They probably change it. It's like, dude, it's more marketable. Eighty-seven, yeah. Uh, that was probably that might have been like a uh, like uh, photoshopped or or sort of a, like a oh my preseason god, look at, the ba- look at the tattoo he has. Tribal, yeah, tribal. Oh, garbage! <laughs> well, of course you're a Chiefs fan. You're, you're hating. Of course you're a Chiefs. This is from a Raiders player, fan. Yeah. Next one. Um, mother kills husband. I don't know what it says. Mother. Oh, okay. Oh God, this is a sad one. Um, but this is this this is from the department of somebody gets what's coming to him. Mother kills husband with boiling water after he allegedly sexually abused children. Good. Yeah. A woman from England was sentenced to life in prison with a minimum of twelve years. Why? Wait, wait how is that life in prison with a minimum of twelve years? I don't think they know what life is over there. Uh, a minimum of twelve years for murdering her husband by pouring boiling water mixed with sugar on him. Uh- why did you put the sugar in there? I think it because it gets really hot and it you can't get it off like you can the water. The it just sits on your skin. Good, you know? I'm good, good, good. Uh, is there a GoFundMe we could yeah. we could go to the legal defense? I'm with you, dude. Corinna Smith, 59, was found guilty of pouring boiling water over her 80 year old husband while he slept in July 2020. Good. I mean, uh, come pouring, on, dude. Do you really get life for an 80 year old? Oh, he's 15. Yeah, for yeah, yeah, really. You should get however many years he had left towards yeah. like the average, the yeah, life average. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's the average life? If he's, and let's say the average life of your country is 79 and he's 85, it should be a misdemeanor. Yeah, you don't even go to jail. Yeah, for sure. Before the attack, it was poor that Smith uh, had been informed by her daughter about a quote, devastating allegation that her husband had committed sexual abuse against children for many years. And then she. She took care of it. Good for her. Good for her. Um, if you have a GoFundMe account for appeal, please let us know on Broken Sim. We will set it up and let people donate to your case. Okay, we got two more here, and then we are done. So, um, all right, uh, this is from Salon. When evangelical snowflakes censor the Bible, the English Standard Version goes PC. How a Bible edition aimed at right-wing evangelicals has quietly scrubbed references to slavery and the Jews. So, <laughs> a long time before Donald Trump made attacks against political correctness, a key theme of his 2016 election campaign, evangelical leaders like Wayne Grudem, uh, the author of Systematic Theology, have railed against. Who? Johnny, will this you is look the worst up? Writing. Um, oh. Will you look up who's the famous uh, guy? Famous televangelist that would play Jerry Graham, Jimmy Graham. Jimmy, Jimmy Graham. No, so, not Jimmy Graham. Uh, you're, you're talking about... Uh, Graham. Uh, Billy Graham. Billy Graham, yeah. And Will Franklin you look Graham up, something came out that he was a CIA asset. Will you look that up? This says, uh, yeah, he covertly collaborated with the CIA. Of course. Of course, dude. This is from Boston University Library, too. Uh, blowback of the gods, the U.S. government's covert use of religion as a tool of foreign 
policy in the Cold War. Yep. So, yeah. Yep. Yep. Let's see what it says. Um, In addition, American clergymen, missionaries, and evangelist Billy Graham covertly collaborated with the CIA. Yep. You're right. He can go go suck one. I don't... Okay, I'm trying... I don't. I don't know. It's not. There's just this story sucks. Uh, it's it's. You can suck really okay. a big gonna, fat one. A big big fat one. Are you fucking for real, man? This is kind of crazy. I'm listening. Uh, Tel Aviv dog owners must now register their dog's DNA with municipality. The municipality circulated that an estimated 500 kilos of dog feces are not picked up from the street every month, and hope is that this new law will work to decrease the amount. I, I, dude, they've been doing that for a while, right? DNA? Yeah, they're like, if they're going to find out if it's your dog. See, this sounds like some shit they used to tell you in high school. Literally, like, some like listen, shit. we're gonna bring the FBI in here and we're gonna dust for fingerprints unless somebody steps forward and tells us who stole the library book. Okay, <laughs> who's been? We we got this joint from the bathroom and we are gonna have the DNA tested. And if it comes back one of you boys, you're gonna get hurt way worse than if you just tell us the truth right now. That's remember they used to tell you that kind of dumb shit and, and kids would believe it. Johnny, uh, it sounds like that teacher thinks you look young for your age. Dog owners in Tel Aviv will now have to provide DNA samples for their dogs upon receiving or renewing their dog ownership license. You have to have dog ownership licenses oh my in Tel Aviv. God, in dude. In an effort to fight against the issue of dog feces in the street for not being picked up by owners. Isn't that unbelievable? That, I mean, like, dude, nobody picks up their dog shit. Yeah, LA's pretty bad about it, too. I do, unless it's in, like, a hidden area. What does that mean, a hidden area? Like, like it's too hard to get deep to? into the bushes. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I do it like if someone could stand somewhere, right? If they could stand somewhere, if like they could accidentally somebody walk could accidentally in, step into walk it, into it. Yes, I will definitely one hundred percent, um, like pick it up. But if they can't, I'm like they're it's good to go. They're fine. Uh, this okay. is a real pistol that looks like. A Lego toy. Look at this. Isn't this crazy? That's a real pistol. Uh huh. Yeah. It's a. It's a called the Block 19. <laughs> you know what's so funny? That's just done honestly to get kids in trouble. A U.S. This might be a. This is might be a, psy, a psyop actually. A U.S. gunmaker has triggered controversy by selling a kit that makes a real Glock pistol look like a children's Lego toy gun at a time when hundreds of kids are falling victim to shooting. Yeah, I, I totally agree. This it's could be like, it, right? You're just trying to one get people to talk. We about should it. have a, like a psyop story uh, every couple of weeks you, here. This we is should have this story. gun in the studio. Uh, well, you can. The gunmaker was marketing it as the Block 19, which sold for between five hundred forty-nine dollars and seven hundred sixty-five. We could get that. I, I dude, I'm all about that action. All right. Get, well, get you ready it, to wrap this. Get it. Yeah. Wrap this be up. Yeah. So are we done? Yeah, all good. I thought today was a good episode. I had a good episode. I don't know about you. I love fun. We'll see how everybody thinks. What everybody thinks by the time we're done. Uh, Thanks for tuning in to the. Oh, one guy. One guy complained about ads. Said we had too many ads. I put at least fifteen, twenty minutes between every ad. Guys, guys. He said we had ads every five minutes. We don't. How long is this show on average, honestly, Johnny? At least an hour and twenty minutes. Hour twenty. Sometimes they get up to two hours. Yeah. It's like, dude. There's. It's like. Johnny needs to make money. Okay, I need I mean, to make money. What show do you listen to that doesn't Why is have that ads so on? bad? We're Stop. sorry. We're no, sorry. We're not sorry. No, I'm, I'm not sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. 
It's just like, dude, I'm it's sorry. like people Forgive us. need to make, dude, we got to pay bills, bro. Forgive us. Brah, brah. We're sorry. We need to pay bills, brah. I'm sorry. All right, dude. Johnny, you're the best. You're, you're better. Bye. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.